It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Hey guys, this is Kyle, or uh, aka Vulcan Wolverine. It's the uh, Wednesday night late night call at 11 p.m. Central my time uh, for target individual activism, defenses, support, uh, coping. Um, and just want to say, hey Setsa, how you doing? Um, and uh, I think Donna Donna's going to call back in because we had some a little bit of uh, echo on her line. But we were talking about um, Look Out for Charlie's uh, cleansing regimen. And I want to tell you all, and I'll, I'll wait, I'll, I'll probably, you know, wait till Donna gets back to tell you all, all the story. But um, I've been doing it for about a week. And what it consists of is you just take Epsom salt baths every day. Um, it's on his channel, Days of Noah. Just look up Look Out for Charlie. Um, yeah, so would you mind finding that video? It's called 2017 in your targeting symptoms uh, from Look Out for Charlie. Seth, so would you mind like looking it up and putting that link in the uh, chat? But um, like, so what it consists of basically is let me unmute Donna here. Hey Donna. Yeah, I can't can hear I the uh, echo now. Now I can. So. So it's my line then. Yeah, it's not that bad. Though. We can just we can work with that. You know what, Kyle? I I can I can listen. I just wanted to you know I'm kind of curious how everybody's doing that. Uh, how everybody's doing with the um the detox. Okay. Well, if you if you tell for a second, um, I'll I'll mute you for a second. Or mute yourself for a second, and I'll go sure, through. Sure, sure. No, it is definitely my phone. I hear an echo on my line. So, okay, but thank you, Kyle. After I finish explaining, we can just we can work through the echo. It's not okay. A okay. Thank you, Kyle. Okay. So, so guys, I, I did want to um, note days of Noah. I don't take borax orally. Um, I take I do take borax baths separately, uh, from the Epsom salt baths. But the main regimen is every day you do about five cups, at least five cups of um, of Epsom salt. You do that every day. Every day you take an Epsom salt bath like that. And then I'll take borax baths. I'll put some borax in the bath separately from my Epsom salt bath and do those baths maybe, you know, every day or every other day. Um, and um, then what you take orally is you take bentonite clay, Get about like two to three teaspoons with some with some water and a cup of water, and take bentonite clay, potassium iodide, um, magnesium, uh, and boron. You take the boron tablets, and that's like kind of what's in borax, like the cleansing thing. Um, so you don't so you don't want to take the borax orally. 
Um, I mean, I might swallow a little bit, um, you know, when I'm taking the bath, but it, it, it doesn't hurt or anything like that. Um, and then he says use oregano oil. So you're cleansing out your system, um, and then you're cleaning off your skin. He said, and, and, you know, I've seen stuff come off my skin, but the main thing that I've experienced is in, um, you know, week of doing this, um, the attacks, like I'm still getting the high-pitched sound, still get some of the external attacks, but my like when I go to sleep, I wake up and I used to feel like my whole inside was just burning because it was like my body was absorbing these frequencies. Now I'll wake up, I'll have high pitch sound, I'll have a headache, you know, I'll be kind of sore, but it feels like my body's not absorbing uh, the frequencies like, like it was. Um, so after a week, you know, I've started to feel really good the attacks, my body is responding differently to them. And that's only after a week. The weird thing is that today, um, today, this morning, I went to go get a haircut. Um, and I was planning on going to get a haircut and, and just going to Walmart and getting some food and stuff like that. And uh, chemtrail day, like, like chemtrails right over my condo and in the city, and they were doing X's in the sky and cross hatches. Um, and I haven't seen chemtrails for, you know, a couple months or like a month. Um, and it's just, it's a coincidental kind of ironic thing that this cleansing is working so well. And I know I'm not the only target individual in the city, so I know they're not just doing chemtrails just for me. Um, but, it's, it, but it's very, very ironic that this is working so well and then I'm having toxins put back into my uh, environment. No, finally, um, there's a there's a lot of other people who may not see him on the board. Uh, Sets is here, um, and Days of Noah. And then I'm gonna I'm gonna unmute Donna. We're getting kind of an echo on her line, but uh, but that's all right. We'll just work through it because I, I do want to hear from Donna. But it was weird. It was so weird. Um, did you hear me, Donna? Yeah, like, I hear you, Kyle. Have you ever gotten that? Like, have you um, ever, because, I mean, it was like I went to Supercut, and they did, there was like a king trail over Supercut. And then I went back to my, con I was like driving around, and like right around the area of my condo, just like X's, and just the sky was just full of chemtrails to where it was just a chemical sky. Um, and it's it, it just weird that it coincided with, like, you know, I know that, you know, they don't just do chemtrails for me, um, you know, but I do know that it is part of kind of the targeting, how they want, they, they put those chemicals in target individuals, you know, so we'll pick up those signals, um, you know, better. Um, so, so I kind of, I, I wonder how that works. Like, it's like, I'm a target individual in my city. There are a bunch of other target individuals in my city. They do chemtrails for other reasons. How did they work it out to where they did some, um, you know, when I was going out in the morning? Do you all think that was a coincidental thing? And everybody in the chat room, you can answer too. Um, do you think they work it in somehow? They're going to do it anyway? And they just do it at a certain time because of someone's targeting. I was kind of interested in, in y'all's experiences about that. 
Um, Kyle, I have to mute myself for a minute because my son is uh, is on his way downstairs, so I'm going to mute myself out for a minute, okay? Okay. I don't okay. hear that echo anymore, though, so just just uh, tell me when you want to be unmuted. Okay. okay. Thank you. Okay. All right. So I guess in the chat, like, if any of y'all um, have had that experience, you know, because they'll do chemtrails right over my head. Um, and it kind of did, it, I mean, you know, I wasn't scared or anything, but it freaked me out. And I instantly made a video uh, to put up on YouTube, but I tried to, you know, I don't want to make us, you know, I think a lot of the things they do are to discredit us. So if I made a video saying, oh, I'm doing this cleanse, and, you know, now I'm seeing chemtrails, and this is all for me, you know, it really discredit me. Um, so I tried to just, say, you know, hey, this is very ironic that it occurred at this time. Um, yeah, and please watch that. A Days of Noah, thanks for putting that up. Um, I I really, um, you know, I'm getting such great results from it. I think that all targeted individuals should try this, um, this cleansing. And to get the supplements and the Epsom salt and the borax, you know, it costs maybe... 60 to $70, you know, if you get the main stuff and kind of start it going. Um, because I really do think that, you know, I look back onto my, the, when my, when my heavy attack started, um, in the house that I moved into in around 2012, I guess. Yeah, I guess it was 2012 where it really started getting mucho heavy. I had been attacked since about 2010, where I knew I was being attacked. But in 2012 or so, it got really heavy. And they would always, I'd walk outside, and I would smell like burning hamburgers. Or they'd actually uh, pipe in chemicals uh, through my pipes into the house. Um, you know, and, and they, they were very heavy on the chemicals. When I'd walk in the backyard, you know, I'd get them in my face, too. Um, so, so it was in, in, it's like when, whenever, you know, I'd take Epsom salt baths, but I wouldn't do a cleansing regimen and this I've stuck to and I've like, you know, started cleaning out real good. And then it's like a week later I got, I mean, I was doused with chemtrail. I had, I was having trouble breathing. Um, and it wasn't from anxiety or from anything they were doing with the electromagnetic weapons. It was like, because there was so much crap in the sky. I started to have uh trouble breathing. Um and so 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 Seta says, Kyle, make sure you scrub the tub too as often as you can after that. Because it'll 'cause it'll get the uh 'cause the salt will stay in there or something like that. Yeah, they did a bunch of X's, guess five. X's it was like an X on each side. I mean but the the thing that I question is like um when I saw Brian on um the thing that I question though is like they make like they're making them around me like I drove back to my condo and I see the chemtrails being made like only a little ways away from me, and it's like a bunch of them being made at the same time, and that's what makes me question if I just saw them. You know, when I went out at a certain time, but it's like a specific time I'll go out, then they'll start making them. Um, and, you know, I do realize it's not like, oh, Kyle's going out, so let's make chemtrails. But I think they do maybe work, 
you know, work chemtrails that they're already going to do into a, a, a targeting program, maybe. Hey, Donna. Is everything okay? Yeah, Kyle, thank you. How's he doing? Um, well, what I'm finding is, you know, if I stay up late, um, and he's only 14, they'll keep him up until I go to bed. So, you know, it's a school night. You know what I'm saying? So I'm very, I'm concerned. Um, but as far as, like, with, with the chemtrails, um, I have similar things, but what I always think is like um, maybe they were telling me to go to a certain place and they knew those chemtrails were going to be sprayed. Mm-hmm. And that, you, know, I, you know what I mean? Now, what I notice is after the chemtrails are sprayed here, I always see a large amount of birds. Mm-hmm. Um and Why do you that, think the birds? Why do you think you see the birds? So I started looking it up, and then I I saw that the Navy uses um, birds, and they use drones inside as birds' eyes to monitor people through mind control after they do the chemtrail spraying. Oh wow! I've never heard of that. Yeah. I've never. But I wouldn't. You know, there's I, a lot a lot of stuff they do. I always saw hawks following me, like, in the sky. I would always be, like, um, guided to look up. And there's always mm-hmm. hawks everywhere I go. No matter where I go, there's a hawk in the sky above me. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I try not to let it bother me anymore. Um, I try not to focus on it. But, um, I don't know. But are you... Are you are you feeling better? I mean, I, I heard on your call today um, with Samaya that today was rough for you. Yeah, it was kind of like shock and awe today um, because I've been having a pretty good week. And, um, you know, they they want to get it wrapped up. You know, on the V2K, I, you know, I hear from the guy, he, you know, he's tired. He wants me out of there, which I guess means murder or put me away. They often say... We need to go ahead and put him up, um, you know, so they want to put me up in a mental institution or jail. But I don't understand that because, you know, they keep hitting me with the weapons. Um, so I don't, I don't know. I guess they just want to get me to the next level. You know, it's it's all it's all just psyops and, and, you know, hurting you and stuff like that and just getting you to the next level. Um, but they, they are, I mean, you know... It, it's weird because uh, my attackers, I hear them, and the way they talk, they treat this whole thing as like this kind of turnkey program where they hit me and they attack me in my sleep and they do this stuff, and it should just have these, um, it should have effects that they've predicted. Like he should, you know, he should have gone crazy by now. Um, you know, he should have done something violent by now. He should have, you know, we should have gotten him out of here by now. People, you know, he should have, the cops should have taken him in by now. And the the deal with all this is, is it's just chaos and it never leads to anything specific. And these people, you know, they're hurting us and doing all this, you know, psyops and, and doing all this stuff that, you know, I can live through it like it's terrible, but I'm going to keep going. Uh, and they treat it as some kind of turnkey, you know, we need to put him up. Um, it's, 
very, very weird. Um, it's very weird, and it, it it's almost an automatic, you know, you know, we have to fight them. There's no talking to them because they're talking about, like, putting somebody up as in murdering them or putting them in a mental institution as some kind of turnkey um, result, you know, of hitting them with electromagnetic weapons and harassing them. Um, and this isn't a turnkey. A human being, doing this to a human being, is not turnkey. Uh, it doesn't have any turnkey results. It doesn't have just like a specific, oh, you do this to a human being and you're going to get this result. Every human being is going to react differently. You're going to have really strong people, you know, who really start doing activism and really defend themselves. So the, the I think these people are, are very dumb just in general, but I think they're dumb because they, they expect this um, standard result. From, from a bunch of very unique, uh, strong people. Um, that's what I get from my attackers. You know, they're, they're angry because I'm not dying right, you know, I'm not being put away, um, and they're not getting their money. Um, and it's just, it's such a sad form of humanity that I see, you know. So much more to us, there's so much more that I want to do in my life, um, and I will, you know, I'll do it with these people on my back. Um, but, but the way that I see them is just, I mean, you know, they'll attack me when I'm sleeping and stuff like that. And then, uh, and then act like it's like in the morning, yeah, see, he's losing it or something like that, or he's paranoid, but you don't go paranoid. Like if you don't have schizophrenia, um, or you, you don't have schizoid disorder, you're not going to, from being hit with electromagnetic weapons, you're not just going to go paranoid. That's not how psychology or the human brain works you're going to get, you know, you're going to get hurt. Your body's going to get hurt and you're going to be sick. Um, and, and a lot of these people, they have these weapons that affect our brains and our bodies. And, um, you know, they seem to know nothing about how the brain works. They think that they can induce, uh, you know, schizophrenia with electromagnetic weapons. Like they, I mean, I know they can make it look like it, sometimes for some target individuals, but they, like, my attackers are so dumb that they think I'm just going to turn schizophrenic one day, you know. Um, it's a very sad thing because it's a program that, that goes in all kinds of different directions, any which way but loose, you know. Or what, what's that Clint Eastwood movie with the monkey? Any, what, any, any way, any... What, what's it called? Any which way but loose? Is that what it's yeah, called? Yeah, I think so. Yep. That, that's what this seems like to me. It seems like any any it's going to go any way but what they're really trying to do. You know. I find with me with the V2K, it never stops. It's it's no matter where I go, even if I have headphones on and I feel like they want me to start talking to myself or yelling at them to make it look like in public, like, oh, look at her, she's talking to herself or she's yelling. Mm -hmm. So I, you know, it it is, it's really difficult. And I don't know if you heard Ella's call last night, but um, the gentleman that was on, he was saying that he doesn't get V2K, but he feels like that is the worst part of this whole program. And I'm just wondering, because a lot of people don't get V2K, and I don't yeah. know how, like, why are we 
and I'm not trying to minimize anybody else with the direct energy because I'm getting that also, plus the subliminals, through my breathing, through the water, through everything. It's like nonstop. I, well, I, I'm uh, just trying to figure out why, and everybody says don't try to figure it out, but it's just so difficult to get through this. I think it's, um, you know, I was actually asking, well, I didn't ask my V2K because I don't believe anything they say, but I was kind of thinking about it in my head, and I was like, why do I, you know, why do certain target individuals get V2K and certain ones do not? Are are we, you know, psychologically profiled where we would need that extra push? Um, and I said, you know what, it's probably more random. And the V2K responded back and said, random. Uh, so, I, you know, there's some things they say in the way they say it um, where, where it's not any big deal, it's not any big information, but I really do think this is random. It's kind of um, whatever your group um, can afford, or however, you know, if they have if they have people on shifts that can work eight-hour shifts and they can do V2K, however much time they want to spend doing it, you know, um, I think there's a lot of random factors that go into, and some people, you know, I think some people, they try and do V2K on them, but they don't hear the V2K. So I think actually some, uh, you know, uh, some target individuals don't respond to it, and some do hear it, um, you know, because our brains are wired differently. So um, I think it also has to do with that. So there's a lot of factors, I think, that go that go into that. And I do want to say uh, Central uh, California, if you want to talk, just press star 8. I don't want to just automatically unmute you if you don't want to talk, but um, but just press star eight if you want to join the conversation. I mean, yeah, I get that too, Donna. I get uh, B2K 24 hours a day, and it's usually, you know, a woman and a man and another woman. Um, and it's all the time, 24 hours a day. So they take shifts, and they do voice modification for the same um, for the same dialogue, you know, for the same setup of dialogue. Um, and it's, it's usually, usually really bad stuff. Like, you know, we need to go ahead and kill him, you know, uh, some stuff that, you know, cuss words I don't want to say, military terms like, you know, torch his head, you know, go for his head, um, let's F this guy up, um, you know, and then sometimes they will do things on the VTK that are, obviously automate like recorded things where it's like a guy going you lost it buddy you lost it buddy um or um other you know they do do little tricks and stuff like that but yeah my i mean mine goes 24 hours a day i did notice though with the with the cleansing regimen it did buffer download with with dave cd with using dave cd not while i'm listening to dave cd but if I listen to the CD and while I'm not listening to it, the, the V2K will be buffered down, you know, with this cleansing protocol. So you kind of want to stick with those two things, um, and it should. It should affect it. Yeah, I noticed that I've been losing my hair. Um, so I don't know if that's part of this too or if it's from the cleansing or if it was started before then, but my hair is starting to come back out again. Um, I went through that about five years ago, and now mm-hmm. it's it's starting to come back out. But I've 
humbled myself so much that I'm like, I don't care about my hair. If I lose it, I lose it. If I can just get rid of this um, program out of my life, you know, um, it's just so tough. And I know mine is, it's live, it's live people. It's, um, I know I hear some people say um, there's this computer generated, but the other day I received a letter in the mail from my ex-employer, and I, I worked for the government, and it was about people in my class that were retiring, and then all of a sudden it was like I was reading the letter, and it was Stanley who? Ew. You know, that's my last name. So... It's just, it's really hard because, you know, I hear it when I'm in the shower, when I'm on the phone, when I'm in Walmart, if I'm at the gym, or if I'm walking my dog in the park, it it, it doesn't matter, mm-hmm. you know, um, just bang my house. Um, but um, I'm going to stick with the, with the detox because I'm really confident in that. I really think that plays a big part in this. Well, and, and I was realizing today, um, you know, I think I think it really does. I think that they, they, you know, I was thinking that as this went along, they were increasing the amplitude and stacking up the weapons. You know, I was like, they're stacking up the weapons and they're increasing the amplitude. They're, they're building an arsenal on me. Um, but, you know, as I was saying this, they were putting toxins all in my environment tons of chemtrails all the time. There was a, a blitzkrieg of toxins and chemtrails when I lived at the the house um, that, that burned down. And um, then after, you know, after a long time of it, you know, no more, not a lot of toxins, maybe, maybe occasionally. And what I realized is that, you know, from what Lookout Patrol says, this stuff, you know, builds up on the skin and inside of our bodies, and it, it, it acts like a fungal infection and how it self-replicates. So they need to blitzkrieg you with the stuff, and then it'll kind of work with mold and candida and stuff like that, um, and it'll work itself. You know, they don't have to keep putting stuff in your environment. Um, so, so it really does. It's like, you know, my defense is at the beginning, um, you know, I'd get the plugs, I'd have two Q-Wave Defenders on in my enclosure, I'd block out the V2K, no external hits, uh, no no high-pitched sound. But as the toxins were introduced into my environment, my uh, defenses became less effective. And in my head, I was like, okay, well, those toxins kind of, they kind of affect this, but I think they're getting more weaponry and they're just, they're cutting through my defenses. But the actual how how Lookout Patrol explained it kind of kind of solidified it in my head that um, this really does make an antenna so where even if you're in an enclosure you're gonna act you're gonna act like a, a dirty circuit board like he says you're gonna be like a smartphone or a modem where those electromagnetic frequencies are just sucked towards you you know you're gonna be a, a magnet. Um, you know, pardon the terminology, but you're going to be a magnet for those electromagnetic frequencies, like a modem or a smartphone. Mm. You know, so I, it really fits with with what I've experienced, and it's it's really worked. You know, I'm sticking with it. I'm going to stick with it. You know, for two months, hardcore. Um, you know, because I get hit very very hard, but I noticed I noticed 
uh, last night before today, which was like horrible shock and all. Um, I laid down in a place where I usually get hit with high pitch sound and my body feels like the inside's getting burnt and I didn't feel anything. And I heard mumbling on the V2K that I couldn't even understand. But I heard them kind of saying on V2K, I could kind of understand where they were like, um, you're not even hurting them. You know, you're losing them. Um, and then today, chemtrails all in the sky you know, toxins in my environment, people were being extra aggressive on the road, the one-light cars and things like that. So they really, they went after me on a stress level and with toxins in my environment um, because I was doing so good. Um, so I'm just going to keep with it. I'm going to push through it. You know, because usually when you're doing something really good or, or you're making a breakthrough or, you know, you're really getting through it, you know, they'll hit you hard. Uh, they don't want you to make those breakthroughs, and they don't want you to keep doing those things that help you. Um, I remember when I started running, um, and this is something i got to get back into, I went running, and they hit me in the chest and the head the hardest I'd ever been hit, shot frequencies that made me super angry when I was running because they don't want me running. They wanted it to be a bad experience. So that I'd be like, well, I can't, you know, take all my Q-Wave defenders off and go running, um, you know, because it's gonna, they're going to hurt me really bad. It's going to be a horrible experience. So anything that makes you stronger and gets you through this, they are. They're going to resist it. They're going to resist it and try and make it the worst thing you've ever experienced. So you just got to keep doing it. You got to keep doing it until, you know, they get tired, they get worn out and they don't want to do, they don't want to, Hitches hard anymore, or they just, they're like, okay, well, they, they did it, and they're doing it anyway. You know, we can't be scared off by, by things that are really going to help us, you know. Are you collecting the, um, the specs in the tub? Are you noticing even, like, the gray ones? Because I know he had made a comment that you'll see red specs, which I have, black, which I have, um... Uh, gray, white. He said to make sure that you keep them. Have you been keeping them after you after you drain the water? Yeah, I get. I, I peeled them off. I, I got a lot off my skin on like the first and third um, cleansing, and then you know I've, I've saved some of the. They're they're gray. It's like kind of gray, like a, the top of my skin. I haven't seen any. You know, maybe under a microscope I'd see black or red specks. Um, I haven't seen any of that, but, uh, but, you know, I may, I may, uh, by the end of the month. See, one um, night they were hitting me in my bottom lip. I saw I was getting my lip pierced and I noticed on my mouth that I have all these red, um, I have two black, they look like blood blisters and then I have these little red specks that look like blood marks in my lips. So I'm like, I don't know. I'm so tempted sometimes to go to the doctor and just tell them the truth and just say, you know, how does how did this appear? How does this appear? You know, but I just don't want to end up back in the hospital. Um, uh-huh. But it just, I don't know. Do you ever find that on your body as well, like different... Areas that pit, and all of a sudden you have some type of bruising, or 
I I don't usually. Um, I I just feel very burnt under like my nervous system, and deep down I'll feel burnt and sore in my muscles. Um, you know my my attackers are ex-military, um, so I think that they're pretty concise on the frequencies. Like they don't want to leave any marks. Um, so I don't usually get the cuts on the, the external cuts. Or, or bruising or anything like that. Um, you know, I do get the I get the darkness under my eyes. You know, because I have I'm that the, also. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I do. I mean, I don't know. My hair will get really long, and I'll like take a bath and I'll run my hair through my head and I will see hair come out. But mm-hmm. I can't say that that's not just because my hair is long, and and you know, hair some hair is just coming out naturally. Um, I do know that that you know my that my attackers are very careful to to really hurt me without leaving marks. You know, um, they 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 like hit me like in the head where I'll you know I'll feel pressure on my head and like twitching on the side of my head like you know where your your muscles are on your temporal kind of the temporal side your right. temples. Yep. Um, so I'll feel a lot of twitching over there, and it'll hurt. And, like, my eye will water and stuff like that. So it's enough pain to do stuff like that. And then the high-pitched sound where it'll, like, you know, be so bad on one side where I'm sleeping that it'll crackle, and I'll feel heat all around it. It'll, I mean, it'll literally, like, I'll cry out in pain sometimes in my condo. Um, but they do, they stay away from bruising. They stay, they, you know, and I, I think that, it may just be certain body types, you know. I think certain attackers may attack people who who just do bruise easily. Um, I don't. I don't think I bruise very easily, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, they they usually try and stay away from that because I I would immediately go, you know, to my parents and say, look look at this bruise. And I, I would immediately get, you know, video of it. So they they know they 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 really do cater uh, you know my targeting to my videos. They want me to talk about crazy stuff, and they don't want to like leave any evidence that I can just immediately make a video about and be like, hey, look at this, what just happened, because they know that I would just immediately document it. You know. I have to agree with you. Earlier when you were on Samaya's call, you had mentioned that you weren't sure if it was your neighbor or not. And I kind of, my opinion on it is is that it's really not your neighbor. I think it's a setup for you to accuse your neighbor or to call the police and, and accuse your neighbor of this. And then you're looked at as though you're mentally unstable. Um, well, yeah, I mean, like, I've thought of that because the remote stuff, they can mess with your senses and things like that. Um, and that's why for the last, um, you know, the last eight months I've questioned it, but you know, I'll go to the bathroom in the morning and somebody above me, and it's not on B2K, it's like the the pipes will shake and he will be dumping stuff in the toilet above me. Um, and then another thing that's, you know, he is doing it um, because another thing is that he was, I heard the high pitch sound from the corner of these two rooms that I sleep in. Uh, when I go out of the room, I'll hear the remote high-pitched sound. Then I'll go into the room, and I'll hear it differently in the room. And I, I put my plates 
I've raised them up just recently, like lifted them up to where they're standing about eight feet tall right under his floor. And he keeps trying to get that high-pitched sound on, and it'll buffer out. Um, Whereas if it was just remote, it wouldn't be affecting any of that. Those plates wouldn't be affecting any of the remote stuff if they were just shooting a beam like at my head. So there's a couple of ways that I've proved 100% that he's doing it. I mean, I'm not going to confront. I mean, I'm not going to confront him and ask him if he's doing it because he wouldn't tell me. Um, you know, but but in my situation, there is a lot of money in it, and you know, there there's a lot of lies about me to where, you know, in my protocol, I think they they do get people around me uh, to do it. They're doing both. I mean, they're hitting me remotely, and they're using his because I have I have so many defenses that. If they just hit me remotely, uh, they wouldn't get much done. You know, I'd be I'd be very very comfortable. So they have to get somebody near me to shoot stuff right next to my head. Um, you know, and I'm certain of it because I, I, every time I go to the bathroom, he'll he'll be dumping stuff in the toilet above me. Like I'll hear it, and it's not V2K. Um, you know, the pipes will shake, and they'll be dumping in the toilet, and I'll hear him. You know, up in his bathroom. So, you know, uh, a couple of ways that I, I proved it. But, I mean, it, it doesn't really make a difference. Um, you know, I might, you know, I might just go up there and see if he's there every once in a while um, so I'll know what's going on. But, but I'm definitely sure of it now. Yeah, I've been going back and forth. And, and I told Sue what I do. Um, you know, I'll do possibility number one, possibility number two, possibility number three, possibility number four, and then I'll just keep collecting evidence and then seeing which possibility comes to the front. Um, and I've been going back and forth for about eight months, um, you know, because I, I can't believe that somebody like him, you know, he's just some Greek teacher. Like, he's a Greek actual teacher um, who lives up there alone. Um, but there are other things, too. Like, I mean, I saw him coming in one day with a bunch of metal suitcases. Um, like, he had about four metal suitcases on a rack um, that were all the same type of metal suitcase that would have housed some, you know, some weapons like this. Um, I never see him. Like, we, we saw each other a couple of times walking around the condo. Now we never see each other. Never. There's never a, a time where we cross each other's path, and the probability of that is 0%. Um, you know, you live in a condo with somebody above you, you'd see them walking out, you know, you'd see each other occasionally, at least once a month. Um, and so he avoids me because he's doing this stuff to me. Um, there's there's just so much evidence um, that he is. But, but I mean, it, it, it's neither here nor there, um, you know, because I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to do anything to him or anything like that. You know, I'm not going to talk to him about this because he would lie about it. You know, and I'm pretty sure that he lied about it before because I went up there and I was like, I'm hearing a high-pitched sound, um, you know, from up here. Do you have any electronics? And he was like, no, maybe it's coming from the pool. And he was saying all this other stuff. Instead of just saying, I don't know what you're talking about, what, which is what a regular person would say. A regular person would be like, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, but he said, maybe it's a high-pitched sound from the pool, uh, the engine at the pool. And, um, 
you know, he, you know, so he was he was lying to me, and I and I and I said, okay, he's not doing anything. Uh, I left it alone, but but the way it's going now, um, you know, he is involved in some aspect of it. Um, you know, and I and I think that you know what what what's going on is he doesn't he doesn't know how badly I'm being hit remotely. He may think I'm guilty of something or a dangerous, crazy person. Um, and he's just hit me with a couple of emitters and pouring stuff in my toilets, and he thinks I'm like overreacting, but he doesn't know, uh, you know, the kind of stuff that's been done to my family over the last 15 years. Um, and I think that's how they get they get all these people, uh, you know, involved is because if they did go to some guy who just lived by me, um, you know, he would he would know that he would you know they'd let him know that that I was being surveilled or whatever, and he would think no way would somebody be being surveilled and all this stuff that's going on if they weren't a bad person. Um, so then that you know he would be offered money to maybe do it, um, and since he thinks I'm a bad person, it'd be pretty easy, you know, for people to get involved. So I really think I think this the the whole program in general has is become so unaccountable and it's grown into such a Frankenstein monster that it's very easy for them to get people around to do it to you. Um, you know, I'm not, I'm not a TI that thinks it's just people around you. Um, I, you know, cause I've been hit, you know, I, I get hit on the street where there are no cars around me doing it. Um, I do get hit remotely everywhere, but I do think if there's somebody who's going to be there for a long time and they live alone, um, you know, these people are surveilling everyone around you. So if they see somebody alone upstairs who, you know, hey, we can go ask this guy. He lives alone. Uh, you know, he doesn't do much. Um, you know, he can make some money and help us out doing this and really hurt this guy. Uh, I think they go for it, you know. I think they, they can look authoritative enough uh, to where they can, you know, where they can pull that off. Finally, asked, does Kyle live on a boat? And to finally, I say, I do not live on a boat, but I wish that I did live on a boat. I wish I lived on a boat, finally, and I actually have thought about, you know, just getting on a sailboat and sailing around the world to see if there's, like, some place where uh, I wouldn't be hit with these electromagnetic frequencies. I definitely think that uh, being in a condo or an apartment building is a bad idea for us um, because I think that people can be lied to very easily in this money. Um, and I do wish I was a little bit taller. And I wish I was a baller. I wish mm -hmm. I had a girl who looked good. I would call her. Days of Noah. So, um, but no, I mean, it's like I, I do know that... Um, you know, living in an apartment or condo is dangerous for us. Uh, but, you know, with, with our money problems, uh, it's hard to get to a place, you know, where you don't have anybody around you. Um, and I talk to my mom all the time, and we try and work something out where it's like I could get a house with, with nobody around. Um, you know, I think that's probably going to be my next jump is even if I can't find a place with nobody around, um, I'll try and at least get, you know, maybe 30 feet on both sides. Um, 
I just don't I the the most dangerous thing for me is having somebody ten feet away with these microwave weapons. Because I have defenses and stuff like that where I'm being hit remotely, okay, I'm being hit remotely or somebody across the street or even twenty feet away at the next house next door, um, you know, I can I can find ways to block that and it's not it, it hurts and it's it's dangerous, but it's not somebody you know, right above you with a microwave aimed at your brain. That's that's the most dangerous thing to me. And so I think it I think that it was imperative for them to do that and they had an opportunity here. You know, I think it took a while for them to get it going. I think they got the guys kind of foot in the door, you know, pouring stuff in the toilet, um, you know, just doing weird stuff and then they you know, once they get somebody's foot in the door doing little things, then they're like, hey, well, can you, you know, these emitters, you know, don't you want him out of there? This will get him out of there. And they and then they, they frame it as that. They frame it as, um, you know, you're going to have these emitters and it'll it'll make him leave. So this guy upstairs isn't thinking, okay, I'm going to microwave this guy and kill him. He's like, I'm just going to use these emitters and he'll just leave. He'll just get out of there. So he doesn't know the situation that I've, like, gone from place to place to place. He doesn't know any of the story. He just thinks, I have these emitters, and I'm going to annoy this guy so that he leaves. And he really, he doesn't know, you know, he doesn't know the whole story behind it. So I think that I think that stuff goes on a whole lot uh, because of how unaccountable the program is and you know, how corrupt it is. I really do. Hey, Light, how you doing, man? Hey, Kyle, how are you doing? Hey, I just I heard what you were saying about trying to get away from neighbors and stuff. I mean, I don't know. My experience was I was on a family farm that's 25 acres, and I got hundreds of feet in every direction, you know, more on, on certain ends than on the sides, but I've got trees and a forest. It's basically like a park all around the place, and it was the worst place I ever was at. I'm back here now, and it's changed. It's actually it's it's about the same as it is at the other locations now. But usually, it's so bad here I can't even sit in my living room. I'm really surprised I've been here. I got sick for two weeks, and I've been here, and it's been different lately. But the worst experience I ever had was on 25 acres. And I mean, I've been in apartments, and they were bad too. But it seems they can get they can get you on the big property. I don't I don't know how they do it, but my life was miserable on on my parents' farm. It was the worst place out of any place I've been. Well, yeah, and I see what you're saying. Like, you know, I, I've been in places where, you know, I was sure that I was just getting hit remotely, um, you know, but it, and it was still bad. But but why I want to do it, um, I know I'll still get hit. I know it'll be bad, but I would at least take out that element of is the guy upstairs doing it? Have they, you know, have they gotten to him? Um, I can get that out of my mind and say, okay, this is remote. Or it, at the very least, it's coming from like 20 or 30 feet away or whatever. Um, to get that out of my mind, like there's somebody right above me that could be doing it. I've got to get that element out because that muddies the water. You know, I know that. Yeah, I know. I, you know what I'm saying? Like to to kind of clear the playing field in my mind. But um, you know what? When you if you go to a remote place. And they, you can't, like, not, like, if you go to a place that has neighbors around you, but you're on a good rapport with the neighbors, like, I went and visited a friend, and they're also a TI, and they have neighbors that they're at least on good terms with, and it wasn't too bad. I mean, I still got hurt there really badly, but it wasn't over the top like my family's, and there were people close by, and we used to leave, like, the sliding door open and stuff, like, unlocked when we would leave. There were dogs there and stuff, 
but we didn't have to worry about people coming into the property because there were really good rapports with the neighbors, and they were so close that if anybody hopped the fence into the backyard, they would have been seen, and somebody would have called the cops because it was a close-knit community. And I know they do slander us, but sometimes if you get into the right place and there's neighbors there and you can get and start a nice, friendly rapport before they come in and do anything, and, like, this situation was interesting because the person ended up living in a house that was a family member's before, so they already knew the neighbors and everything. But that was a really good place because I've heard a lot of stories um, where people were living remotely. Now, I have a family here um, where I'm staying, so there's always people on property, which is a good thing. But people have rem- uh, moved to remote places, and they don't have anyone like that there. And every time they go out, their, their, their stuff's totally messed with. I mean, they just walk yeah. right on the property under the bushes and blah, I mean, because nobody can see them, so they basically have a heyday. So there's just some other things to consider. Just because it's a big property doesn't mean – I mean, I got hit the hardest on 25 acres in a house that has no house near me. I mean, how they're doing it, I don't know. I got the crazy neighbors with the prison yard set up with the fences around their property, but I don't know if it's coming from them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's hard to know where, where it's coming from, you know. Um, it, yeah, it's like – it's like in, in here too. I, I have I have cameras. Like there's a camera in the uh, atrium, so I know that it's hard for people to to break into my place. And so if I did get to some place that was kind of remote, you know, they'd have an easier time breaking in and maybe putting toxins in my environment and stuff like that. So there's like pros and cons. You know, there's pros and cons. Yeah. We all say about doing it. Um, How's your targeting? Has it changed lately? You know, I don't think when you elect a president, anything changes. There's just a president of a corporation, but that's like another talk in itself. So I don't expect when you change a president that any of this stuff will change behind the scenes. But I'm in Canada, and you know that. But ever since Trump got in, which is not too long ago or whatever, my targeting changed. Now, I'm still, my life's still ruined and disrupted and everything, but the two hours of sleep a night and um, having to walk from one end of my house to the other because I couldn't literally sit still because of this energy running through my body all day, every day, um, it finally kind of subsided. The energy going in my feet has gone down to a level where I can sit there, play guitar, I can actually watch a movie a little bit. Before, it was so bad I couldn't do that. I was twitchy and moving around all the time. I couldn't sit still because of the constant energy going in me. So it's kind of toning down? Well, I'm getting pain and other things happening to me and the mind screw, emotional yo-yo, like up and down all over the place with my emotions, like in, in a short time period and stuff. But the energy going in my body is the one thing that's kind of slacking. And thank goodness for that because I just, I can't function when they do that. I get, it goes in my feet and up my spine into my brainstem and I can't sit there for five minutes and like pat the dog or watch TV or do whatever. But I'm able to do those things the last three weeks. I mean, I watched a couple of movies, which I haven't done in years because I can't sit there for an hour and a half kind of thing. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, like, mine was pretty bad like that, too, where I'd, I'd feel like my whole body was just filling up with energy, and I was, like, burning, like, like my insides were burning. Um, but I'm, I'm serious, man. Uh, can I start doing Look Out for Charlie's Regiment, the Epsom salt bath every day, uh, some borax baths, and then, you know, all the supplements he said to take. And, you know, I still have the high-pitched sound um, and a little bit of external targeting, but my body feels different. It feels like it's responding differently to it. Like, it feels like it's hitting the external part of my body, but it's not absorbing in, you know. Um, so you might want to try it. You know, it's cheap. 
I haven't done some of the things. I've done the Epsom salts, lots of Epsom salt baths, and I swear they do do something. Like I, I used to take my hand and rub it on my shoulders and like around my neck. And I mean, I, I'm a clean person. I shower every day, but you would see this film start to come off, and I'd be rubbing really hard. And it would be after I'd sit in like a, I'd take a bucket of Epsom salts and dump them in the bath. It'd be like a $9 box or bucket, and I'd put half of that in a bath, so I'd, I'd get two shots out of a $9 tub of Epsom salts. So it was, I don't know how many cups it turns out to be, but it was a lot probably six or seven cups of Epsom salt per bath. Yeah, that yeah. Makes, that that makes sense. I noticed that, too. It was like a gray film on the skin, um, you know, and he, and he says do it, you know, five cups every day for a month, you know, and then upkeep after that. Um, you know, it's, it's really, it's helped me so much. It's just helped me so much um, because it, I feel like, you know, I have all the Q-Wave defenders, the plugs, you know, my enclosure, and it helps, it, it makes those work better. You know, it makes those defenses work better. Because, um, dude, I think that is so true. I think that, you know, with chemtrails and the toxins they put in our environment, it makes us more of antennas where it doesn't matter. Like, my Q-Wave defenders, you know, kind of block it out. My enclosure kind of blocks it out. But but if you're an antenna, that, that signal is just going straight to that dirty circuit board of your body. You know, it's going straight to those those heavy metals in your system mixed with that kind of fungal infection or margellans or nanotechnology or whatever you want to call it. It's going straight to that, and it's, it's, it's your body is absorbing it. You know, your body's working as an antenna. Um, I think without that, you know, you get a little bit of relief. We get a little bit of rest, um, you know, from it. You know what, what Kyle? I um, I'm sorry. I I still don't have any earwax though, and I've been doing it vigorously, and I'm doing it twice a day. And I know that he said to sit in the bath for like an hour to two hours, but for me, I start getting agitated after a half an hour, so I'll do it twice a day, like once in the morning, and then I'll do it again at night. But mm-hmm. I still don't have any earwax, and that's something that I never noticed. And, may, and maybe you just don't get earwax. Like maybe in your life you just don't have a lot of earwax. I, I have. I, I really have. And I used to get chronic ear infections um, years ago. And then once I watched his video, I was like, wait a second, I don't get any earwax anymore. Yeah. I mean, absolutely nothing still. So, you know, I went from being pretty healthy, drinking a lot of water, juicing, and then the past couple of years, I started drinking a lot of soda, which was so unlike me because I never liked soda. So I, you know, one can of soda, the sugar feeds this. So I uh-huh. think I just have to wait wait it out a little bit longer and just keep getting more aggressive with it. Uh-huh. Yeah, I just stick with it. I mean, that's what he said. He said you, you might not notice, like, you know, great results at first, or he even said it might get worse which I noticed, like, after the third day of the supplements and the baths, or maybe it was the fourth day, I started to get super tired. Like, it it was, like, almost, it was on the edge of flu sick. Like, I was just, like, real tired in my body. I was like, oh, my God. I kind of felt a little bit feverish. Um, so I did, I had that response where something was, was um, working its way out of my body. And they say that you get, you know, tired or you feel kind of sick. Um, mm-hmm. He said your symptoms may even increase a little bit, um, you know, while, while this stuff is dislodging from your system. 
Um, the first so I, two times I thought I was going to pass out. Yeah. When I got out of the tub, I had to grab onto the sink. I don't know if they were hitting me or made me feel dizzy, but I grabbed onto the sink, um, and I went right to sleep afterwards, you know. Mm-hmm. So same thing. Uh, I mean, I, I think it's, uh, I think it'll definitely reduce our symptoms, you know, and then, then you can, you know, use stuff from less EMF, you know, like some, some little headgear, like things that'll block it out externally will work a lot better because it won't be just, uh, you know, going straight to your body. It won't be going straight to those, uh, you know, that fungal infection inside, like on your skin and inside your body. So, I mean, then you'll you'll have a, a much better chance to get some great defenses um, and really get some relief, you know, from this stuff. I think that, you know, they can still target I've experienced that they still target me, um, but my body just reacts to it differently. But who knows at the end of, you know, I'm, I might not hear V2K. That'd be great. Um, I'm kind of hoping for the best. I'm taking what I can get, hoping for the best, you know. And after today, you know, doing chemtrails like we did, um, you know, right when I went out and there was tons of them, you know, I don't think they do that as kind of a psych out. Um, you know, I think they do that for a reason. I mean, I think they get do that to put toxins in, in a targeted individual's area. So, you know, I've kind of seen things for myself where I'm like, this is working. It's do it's doing something to their attacks that they don't like, and they actually have to redo toxins in my environment. You know, so I'm getting a lot of proof that this is the way to go. Because because somebody said I don't know if it was Sue or Neil, um, or maybe both of them. Uh, they or maybe a lot of moderators say this, but they say when you get resistance. When you're going in a certain direction with your targeting and you're trying something and you get a lot of resistance from them, uh, it usually means you're going in the right direction. And I'm getting a lot of resistance on this, you know. It's been a long time for you, Kyle. I, I don't know. I've this The V2K for me it has only been a year. I don't know how you've been you know, lasted this many years with V2K because it, it is extremely difficult. It's horrible. Um, I, you know, sometimes I, I don't, you know, on the on the videos and on, um, you know, on the calls, you know, I sound a lot better. But sometimes I can't take it. You know, I'll I'll yell at them, um, or or I'll just kind of, um, you know, I don't it, I don't I don't go catatonic or anything, but um, I'll just I'll get tired and I'll just kind of just sit there what I found what I found really helps um you know with V2K because I usually I learn to adapt with things in my life I did with Crohn's and so I get the incessant voices and everything like that and you know it does if you were just sitting there listening to them and not doing anything you really would you would just rip your hair out um but you know I, I find stuff that I like, like video games. Like, I'll, I'll play these um, video games where you're leveling up your characters and getting armor and stuff like that. So I'm going through the motions of, um, you know, kind of going through these boards and leveling up the characters, and it's something to do. It's an external focus, you know. Um, 
so my mind is completely focused on that. And the voices become a background thing. It just becomes a background thing that my mind's not really responding to because my mind is on the video game or a comic book that I'm reading or music or something like that. You know, so I find that external um, things that we focus on are very, very important. Um, the best thing I found is, you know, being around my family or friends, which um, I need to do more. Like, I'm isolated. Um, I've had some opportunities to, like, new friends and maybe even, you know, like some new friends. I've just had some really good opportunities and nice people come my way, but I've I've kind of said, well, you know, I'm not going to call them because this is so serious, um, you know, but I really, I really need to step out um, even if those situations don't go how I want them to, I need to step out because those things, like if you meet a new person and you're focused on them and talking to them, this stuff gets filtered out completely. You know, it's uncomfortable and it's a, you know, because the, the voices are going to try and distract you when you're with another person. But, um, you know, that's that's been the best thing i found in life uh, against, the, against the V2K is being with your family, talking with your family, talking with friends, uh, hands down. The thing the thing that makes it that makes you uh not pay attention to it. But then there are other things. If you if you can't if you can't do that and you are a little bit isolated, you know, things that you take an interest in, um, you know, for me it's like video games or you know, movies are okay. Um they're a little bit more passive. You can do something, um Focus your mind, like maybe little mind games or crossword puzzles or something like that, where you're, um, you know, actually involved in the activity. Um, it can help you a lot. But it is. I mean, I I have some times where it's just like, um, you know, where I and I, I never crack up. You know, I always put myself back together. But there are nights when I'm trying to go to sleep. And I have incessant V2K, and, you know, my mind is not okay. My mind's racing um, from the remote neural manipulation. Um, you know, then I have the V2K, and they're really trying to um, overload my mind. And, you know, I, I don't do You know, I'm, I'm not, like, at peace. You know, in, in my center, you know, where I'm not in my mind, and, and I think we all have that place where you're, you know, you just pray to God, pray to God, and you, you try and externally focus again, um, you know, with with something other than your mind. But there are times when my mind is, is so, you know, is o so over uh, the signals are just too much um, that, you know, I really, you know, I, I don't feel, oh, my God, I'm going to fall apart and never put myself back together. But I'm like, tonight I'm not doing good, you know. So I do, I do have a lot of those times. But that's what I feel like. i got to check and see if my dog is knocking food off of this thing. Pepper, what are you doing? You did. She got that pizza. Pepper. Pepper. All right, sorry about that. Dog got my pizza. No, that's okay. They do that with my dog. It'll, my little dog will jump on the table and start scratching on the kitchen table, and 
if I get on the calls or he'll have to bark and go out. And... Yeah, now she's looking at me like she didn't do anything. Like, she's all innocent. Yeah, it's oh. amazing. My dog goes to the bathroom, and I have to go to the bathroom at the same time. So my situation, it's just very... And you know what, uh, Donna? I was what? thinking... Um, I do want to say, if anybody wants to join the conversation, please press star 8. I just have to mute people when y'all come in uh, so people off the board can't perp the call. Um, but I was thinking that Lookout for Charlie said uh, the lime sulfur they use for, um, you know, fungal infections on animals. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking that could help our pets, um, you know, deal with the yeah, because my dog deals has to deal with these signals, um, and I was thinking, you know, we should all get our pets, um, you know, dipped with lime sulfur. I know my dog had a very bad bacterial infection in both of his ears. Um, she said it was very rare and very hard to treat, um, and I'm having a hard time finding any place that has the lime sulfur, so I'm probably going to look it up on Amazon. That's the only part of the regimen that I haven't been able to use because um, PetSmart, Petco, they don't carry it. Um, well, it's not called lime sulfur dip. They came up with some other name, and it, I said, no, I'm looking for lime sulfur dip. But um, I agree with you because our, our animals are targeted just as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they'll. Uh, my dog like will go outside for walks, and she'll look around, and like nothing will be there. And I know animals do that sometimes, but you know, an owner can can tell you know what what's going on with his dog. And sometimes she literally she's responding to sounds like B two K sounds, mm-hmm. um, or things that aren't even there. Um, so I know that she gets this a lot. And she and like whenever we're just hanging out, like I'll be playing a video game or something, and she'll she'll go straight to that um, enclosure that I built. She'll go get up under there. Mm-hmm. That's the first place she goes. You know, my dog always tends to look up at the ceiling, and it actually looks like he's telling me to look up. And then sometimes he'll look at me and he'll wink his eye, and and it looks like he's saying shut up. And I'm not even talking. And then I, another TI that um, has the same situation as, as we do with the V2K, um, and her dog as well does the same thing. She says her dog just started talking once I started telling her about what my dog is doing. Then her dog started doing it the next day. Um, so, yeah, so how they, is y'all's talk? Because I, I, thought, I thought I heard... Um, you talking about that target individual and y'all's y'all's targeting kind of parallels each other. It's it's pretty yep. it's very strange. Um, she just called me one day. Um, we we never really spoke on Ella's call, but I know that whoever's doing this to her probably knows the people that are doing it to me, or could be the same because like. I'll be making beef stew. She's making beef stew. Um, All similar things. She's eating a piece of chocolate. I'm eating a piece of chocolate. 
the other morning I'm putting on my sneakers, taking my son to school, and all of a sudden I heard them say crispy, and then she called. And she was like, oh, it's 4 o'clock in the morning here. And she's like, I'm having a really bad time right now. And it's it's just so many things. My V2K kept saying baby to me while I was on the phone with her. And I said, oh, I don't know. They keep saying baby. And she was like, that's my dog's name. Now, I would never know that. And then she said a name, and it was related to my a child, you know, my sister, and something with our childhood. So, you know, it's it's very strange. Um, and she's having a really hard time, her and her husband, and it's they're pretty much homebound now. I mean, it's it's miserable. Um, this is really tough. It's, it is. Like I, I'm totally isolated from my family. You know, I get the occasional text from my dad on Sunday saying he loves me, and um, you know, my mom, you know, because she knows something's going on with her motherly instincts. She, she's like, you know, call me back. Are you doing okay? Um, but she doesn't believe me about this. It's uh, it's excruciating, and how big it is. I mean, when I go out, I mean, I'm literally. It feels like I'm being attacked by the city sometimes, you know. Uh, just people vehicular stalking um, while I'm being hit with microwaves and people driving very dangerously. Mm-hmm. Um, it's 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 really scary because mine. I, I don't know. Um, you know, I know that as all targeted individuals, we're um, we're false flag. You know, as crazy people or whatever. But I think as a like a thirty five year old man, um, you know, kind of a younger man, uh, they can really get away with some big lies. Like I think people are ready to believe, uh, you know, I'm a terrorist and I'm dangerous, even though I'm just some regular guy, you know, living in a condo who, you know, got chased I got pushed out of a charity working for uh make money for St. Jude because they were just murdering me while I was writing grants. But, you know, I sometimes, I, I don't know, I sometimes have that, that notion, um, you know, but I hear I hear people of all ages talk about that, but I feel like as a 35-year-old man, um, they get away with a lot of like, hey, this guy's going to do something dangerous. Like that seems to be... Um, you know, because you know all the all the shooters and stuff like that. This guy in Florida, Myron Mays, the Navy Yard shooter. Um, you know that guy, the Aurora shooting. Um, you know they're young, and so I feel like my targeting gets very dangerous. Gets very very dangerous, and a lot of people do a lot of really bad stuff to me because of those incidences. Because people are lining up psychologically, you know, what's happened in all those circumstances with, with my age and kind of, um, you know, that I'm a, that I'm a male. Um, I do get that feeling a lot. But, you know, I know, I know that nobody, no target individual has it easy or anything like that. Um, I just, I feel like my attackers get, get away with a lot of lies um, that are actually dangerous where it's not just people who are patrolling me and they're like, this guy's crazy and he's a person of interest and we're harassing him. It's more like this guy's dangerous and we're going to take him down because we want to hit somebody and we're being told that this guy's dangerous, you know. 
I get that feeling a lot. So it's uh it's tough. It's it's very tough and we have to keep faith. I know God is on our side on our side. I've seen signs physical, um, and in my heart that, you know, God doesn't like this. Um that, you know, men have screwed up our system completely. Um but, you know, it's hopeful because there's so many strong PIs. You know, a good uh, good person to watch. Have you watched uh, Dr. Catherine Horton's videos at all? I, she's very strong. I mean, she she puts out tremendous amounts of videos, and she's getting attacked so bad physically. Um, you know, the marks on her face, her chest, um, and she just keeps plugging along with the videos. And um, like I said, she composed this you know, helped write a letter to President Trump um, demanding that this this stop. It's a very and powerful I, letter. Yeah, and I think her plan, because I was watching her videos, and, you know, her plan is she wants class action suits in every country. Um, and she's trying to kind of organize that. She's trying to organize speaking to our leaders in every country, um, you know, trying to recapture like she says, recapture the system because our system has been captured by corruption. Um, and she, I think she's trying to plan it so that we have, you know, um, class action suits in every country and that we're all, you know, um, communicating with our leaders about it. I mean, she's one to watch. Um, you know, she's, she's been going through it for a year or a year and a half, and I remember it a year and a half. Well, actually... You know, probably for the first couple of years, I didn't even know I was being targeted. And then when I did know something was happening to me, it took me like a year and a half just to even know I was a targeted individual in a program. So, I mean, she she knew immediately, you know, had researched it immediately and is just learning what's going on. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised if in a couple more months, I mean, she has a, a bigger picture um, and knows exactly who to talk to. I mean, she is, I, it, it's good, like, it's good to see that, it's bad to see that a woman so smart who, who's actually a higher energy physicist is being attacked like this, mm-hmm. um, you know, but it's good to have her on our side, and then once again, it's scary because you see how smart she is, and you're like, oh my God, you know, her attackers are probably going to be so scared of the change that she can make that she's in trouble, you know, and we, we all need to really help you know, people like her who put themselves, you know, out in the front, um, you know, to make sure that they have defenses they need, that we're helping them out to, you know, keep an eye on them, um, you know, because I think their attackers probably are so fearful um, that they're going to look bad, that they're really, really hurting her, you know. I, I feel bad for her. I mean, all of her videos, but she's very strong and she's not fearful at all. She's getting very angry. Um, but I often wonder if, because I had so many strange things going on with me since I was young, um, I often wonder if they did the V2K to draw my attention because just the past few years, my health, as a child, my health, um, as a teenager, I had health issues. Uh, in my 20s, so many health issues. 
And then I'm I'm just one like I I it's the V2K because I know a lot of people don't get that, and I'm like, what is it about certain people that we're getting this constant V2K? It's just I don't know. Like, well, no, do you I... ever think that they gave you that to to like say, okay, we've been watching you? Well, I mean, um, you know, I was targeted without V2K for a long time. Um, you know, when I started getting attacked with the high pitch sound seven years ago, I knew I was being attacked, and then I was attacked for about a year before before the V2K started, mm-hmm. um, maybe a half a year, um, and it was because, um, you know, it was a group of people doing it to me upstairs above me in my apartment. Um, a, a group of young kids. So I think that for them, for it to be viable with them, they needed to do the V2K. Like, they couldn't just sit there with weapons on me for younger kids. So I think that, um, you know, that kind of put in there is something fun for them to do. Uh, I know that sounds weird. But I really, I, I think it has to do with the circumstances and who's doing it, you know. Um, I think if it's a bunch of, if it's like two older guys, older weird guys, and they're doing it to some, you know, older lady, um, they may not do V2K. They may just hurt them or, you know, like um, Linda Costanza doesn't get V2K because her brother-in-law, you know, she thinks her brother-in-law who, who actually works on the software is doing it to her. So, you know, he wouldn't want to do V2K because he might give too much stuff away. You know, he might give away, um, you know, who, you know, more proof that he's doing it. You know, so I really think it has to do with who's doing it and the circumstance and kind of, um, you know, what program you're in. You know, I think that, I think the the trauma-based, you know, how Brian Hughes says there are four categories of target individuals. Um, you know, I think the trauma-based mind control, the trauma-based target individuals, I think they get V2K because what the V2K does is it's psychic driving. Um, if you, do you know, uh, Jose Delgado? Mm-hmm. He's a baseball player, right? Or... No. Well, he was, <laughs> I think Jose Delgado is a baseball player. Um, but uh, there was a um, actual scientist who did a lot of these uh, trauma-based mind control experiments um, with people with electromagnetic with, with electrodes like um, piezoelectric uh, stimulators and stuff like that. He was the guy who did the uh, the experiment with the bull. He had the piezoelectric uh, stimulators in his brain, and he could he could turn them away where the bull would just would not attack or he could amp the bull up so that it would attack people. Um, But he was that scientist and what he would do is he would traumatize his patients and then at night he would have either his voice or an authority figure's voice uh, constantly saying things over and over to the victim in their sleep to, to psychically drive them. So what they try and do is they try and wipe your mind and then they try and psychically drive negative things with psychic driving. And that's what the V2K 
um, in this form of targeting is supposed to do to us. You know, um, you know, they so on my V two K they say things like, Man, this guy's evil or um they say, you know, nobody cares. Nobody cares about it. Nobody cares about him. Um, they try and get in, have a nice person talking and a bad person talking because they want that split. They want me like, oh, there's a good person there, and then there's a bad person there. Um, so it's psychic driving to cause a split in me. Um, and also with these things that they're saying about me, and they say them over and over like you're losing it, bro. And then the nice voice will say, I'm tired. I'm tired of this. Um, and they want me to feel tired. So it's a psychic driving, and all these things are hidden in that B2K to psychically drive us, to condition our minds. Um, you know, that's why we really have to disconnect from it. We have to disconnect from it. And, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm saying that without being, you know, uh, successful uh, in disconnecting, because it is, it is communication used as a weapon, and we're used to communication as, something to connect to, you know, um, but we really, we really do have to find a way to, to disconnect in any way we can, um, you know, and just fight this thing on a bigger scale, um, because it is psychic driving, you know, and a lot of it, you know, I've, I've noticed that a lot of it is, um, is rolled B2K, so it's automated stuff, and then, and then people, you know, a guy, you know, he will use a woman's voice um, to talk to me on certain things, and then the woman will even do a man's voice. So it's like you don't even really know who's who. Like, I don't know these people, and I don't even know who's a man and who's a woman. So I kind of get down to this perceptual level where I'm like, you know, does this even matter? You know, it's all dialogue. They're all speaking in the microphone. None of this is real. It's all psychic driving. I've really got to, you know, you know, rip myself away from it, you know. Yeah. It's tough, though. It's something that, you know, I'm saying we need to do, but, you know, I have a hard time doing it. You know, it's it's communication. It's people saying stuff to you. And, you know, I can, I can easily not speak uh, to my V2K. I can easily not speak to it, but... When your thoughts are involved, like they they've passed up me having to speak. You know, I've I've been you know silent so long for occasions that you know they'll just respond to to my actual thoughts, um, and then it's impossible not to think about what the V2K is saying to you. You know, um, so so it's a it's a it's a challenge, and sometimes it's sometimes it's a, a challenge, and it's not about being perfect and fighting it perfectly. Uh, sometimes it's about, well, that's just the way my mind's going to go, and I've just got to move on. You know, they've really, they've really stretched me out today, and my mind has been going a mile a minute. And, and responding to this B2K, just my thoughts have been going towards it, and I've got to find a way to to get on something external, get a little bit of peace. Um, you know, block my head so I can block some of it out. Um, it's not always about um, succeeding. Sometimes it's just about, okay, now it's time to put myself back together. I had a bad time with it because we're human beings. We're going to have a bad time with people shooting microwave voices in our head. 
our thoughts have to respond to them, and then they respond, you know, they're keeping you in this loop. Um, a human being's not supposed to go through that. So, so the real victory is in, okay, I'm just going to survive it, and I'm going to move on. I'm going to move on, and I'm going to leave anything that was, you know, traumatic about that. I'm going to leave it behind, and I'm going to do better next time, and I'm going to build up discipline, discipline and adaptation so that you can do this. And you can do this. You know, as a TI, you can do this. You can adapt. Like, as human beings, we can adapt to anything. Um, it's really about putting ourselves back together. You know, even if even if we don't do the greatest, even if we're not, like, rising to the challenge, like, you know, I don't always rise to the challenge. You know, sometimes they beat the hell out of me. Um, you know, like today, they beat the hell out of me. Um, and so sometimes it's just about putting yourself back together. I want to tell anybody, if anybody wants to join um, the conversation, um, just press star 8. We were kind of just talking, me and Donna were talking about, um, you know, how we deal with our V2K. And we were talking a little bit about uh, Dr. Catherine Horton and uh, her letter to uh, Donald Trump. I've got to check my email and see if I've got that. Because I would like to give my signature. Hey, 575. Hi, it's me. I'm hey. just getting on. Uh, I don't have anything special to say, but okay. I'm, just, I'm just letting you know I'm here. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, um, me and Donna were talking. I think I think she may have had to mute herself. Um, but we were, yeah, we were just talking about like V2K and how we deal with it. Like, how do you um, you you have V2K, don't you, Sue? Well. Not like you do. Um, I get like really subtle. Um, like sometimes they'll play a song to my head, you know, um, or something. Sometimes it's very subtle, and I think I've got a couple of people who want to see what I do with the science. So every once in a while, they'll throw me a word that I go, oh, what is that? And then I go look it up. Like I got, never, I didn't know much about it, but DNA microsequencing, microsequencing. Huh, what is that? And I went and looked it up and I found out. Um, you know, so every once in a while, they throw me something, but. No, I don't get it the same way as you do. I get a lot more chemicals. A lot more frequencies. Um, is it more like the inner voice? Like if they do um, micro like do, do they do they do that in your inner voice, or is it an actual like external voice that you can hear from a direction, or is it? Just oh your well, inner voice? okay. Way a long, long time ago, they did something that sounded like like an evil thing and it was outside of me in the room I later found out that um, that they can do that you know it's called acoustic projection um, they twice I think 
they sent me like an acoustic projection of like a really evil laugh. But then now, now I know what it is. So um, they were trying to scare me. Mm-hmm. But I don't let that stuff bother me. Um, yeah, and that's and that's how like I experience my V2K like right now um, from the upper. It's like upper left. Um, I hear like a man and a woman talking, yeah. you know, but, but since I'm talking to you and I'm on the call and I have an external, you know, stimuli, I'm not paying attention to what they're saying. I just okay, kind of, would you be willing to do a little experiment with me while you're on the phone? Are you using a cell phone or a landline? A uh, cell phone. Cell phone. Okay. Okay. From the direction that you hear those sounds. Uh, put the phone between your head and that beam of energy, like okay. about an inch away from your skull. Okay. Just do that while you're on the phone. And then see what happens. Okay. Should I put the face facing it or the face facing my head? Well, where if you know where the uh, antenna is on your phone... The closer to the antenna, the better. Okay. You can still have a conversation. Yeah. You know, still, put it back, I'm... you know, bring it back down when you want to talk, and then as soon as they start talking to you, they start talking to each other, or whatever the acoustic or radio waves that they're using, just put the phone between you and them and see what it does. kind of works, but I can still hear. I heard the guy just say, I don't want him here. And the, uh, and the uh, I don't want him here. That may be looping. But don't it. listen to them. Don't listen. It's just, just think of it as radio. I know, so but I was phone? trying to see if I could still hear it to ha- yeah. if I had the phone in between my head and them. Okay. So you'll just maybe experiment with that. If it softens it, um, then it's helping. Mm-hmm. If it soft, softens it, then it's picking up some of it. The phone is picking it up. And buffering is like really running interference. Yeah, I can't, I mean, I can't hear what they're saying. I couldn't Good. hear what they were saying when I was when I was talking to you guys. I can kind of hear it still directionally, but not as much, actually. Yeah. Well, I get hit. If they're shooting me with something, I'll put the phone over it, and it usually stops within a few minutes. I can put magnets and everything else, but the phone or any kind of Wi-Fi radio transmitter with an antenna I'll put that between me and that pain. I mean, uh, whatever that thing is with this thing. I need to try that because I'll sit in in um, one of my other rooms playing video games, and the high pitch sound will come from the left, like the left corner of the room, the left top corner. And so I need to try my phone with that to see if it mm-hmm. sucks up that energy. Well, if your phone picks up multiple signals. Then it has a, you know, it has multiple antennas in it. That's why 
that's what will help you. Mm-hmm. I just heard the guy say, I don't care. He goes, I don't care. (laughs) So, um, yeah, but you don't want, you don't have to take your phone up to the wall. You just, wherever you hear it or feel it on your body. Mm -hmm. Like if they're hitting you in the back or on the arm or the neck or whatever, uh, like I heard you say earlier that they hit you in the back of the neck. Well, put the phone there while they're hitting you. It should help. Okay. That that was bad. Like a couple of days ago, they were hitting me like in the middle of my back, and I had to get um, I actually had to get my one of my mom's robes in the condo and put. I, what I did is I put aluminum foil on the back of it and put tin foil tape to stick it to the back. Yeah. Um, Oh God! It, and it, at first it didn't help, but like after a while, it was like the, so the beam was coming in, and then it was like kind of shucking off uh, because the aluminum started to block it. Okay. Uh huh. I have to do that a lot. Now, actually, your your uh, method of the little copper scrubbies. Um, yeah. You have saved my uh I don't you've saved my groin area because <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I I got a bunch of them and just put them in like a plastic sack, like a Ziploc bag and then in, inside of a Walmart bag and then yeah. just put them in my pants and and they don't they don't hit me there a lot. So you know you can just spot, uh you can layer them like if you get Okay, so it helped, right? So if you really want to, you can make these blankets, right? My mom, who passed away six years ago, uh, she was making these blankets. And she got these, she must have gotten, I mean, I found them all while we were cleaning out her apartment. Um, Like fine steel wool rolled out on a wool blanket then folded so that there was wool on both sides. And then she would make, like, double layers on some of them. So there would be, like, wool, steel, wool, steel, wool. No, wait. I'm sorry. I'm tired already. Wait. um, No, I understand. I'm tired. Wool, steel, wool, plain wool, steel, wool, real wool, right? Like a blanket. Uh And sewed up the edges, and these, some of them are maybe three feet long by two feet wide, you know, that kind of thing, and Mm -hmm. I use, you know, I use them for shielding. She was using them for shielding, but she didn't know how serious it was all going to get, you know, and she was making these things before I even knew about targeting, or didn't know that it was going to be so important to have the shielding. What do you think that she thought it was? Did you you think she thought it was um, not as many people it was happening to, and just? Um, I think she saw it as the direction that society was going in, because she was kind of a low tech person. She was, you know, she was into healing, like I am, and natural foods and herbs and things, um, and. 
she saw, I think, that, you know, society was getting very technical and that there was going to be a lot of electromagnetic frequencies, duh. <laughs> I mean, she knew this before, right? And then um, she was into biomagnetism, and she was studying a lot about, you know, mental, uh, you know, mental protection, psychic protection. Um, she's into all this stuff. We both were. And uh, so she was doing it so she could, you know, have more healing tools around her. Well, the reason I'm thinking that, because I was going to give her a little uh, Wi-Fi thing to hook up to her television. It's called Web TV or MSN TV. It was where you could hook up to your television, use it as a monitor, and have a free-floating keyboard that would, you know, beam into it. And about, she only had it a week. She says, I don't want it. Take it away. I don't want that much energy around me. But this is way before we knew anything about electronic harassment. And she was putting together a whole bunch of energy tools um, which I ended up getting after she passed away, and I think maybe they killed her because um, she had such an aggressive form of cancer that, I mean, we didn't even know she was sick. She didn't know she was sick uh, up until, like, maybe a month or so before she died. Oh, wow. I, I, so, I kind of... Do you ever worry... Do, I mean, do you get checked out by an oncologist or... No. Uh-uh. My, my, <laughs> I'm, like, uh, I'm like her. I mean, I decided basically I'm going to do it like she did. I mean, I'm not going to go through the whole chemo, you know, radiation stuff. I got enough. Um, I don't want to, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to go that route either. Yeah. So. I, I kind of thought about that too. Um, what got me thinking about it, um, I probably will go get checked, but, but not because of this, but my V2K, um, the, I was like, I want, I probably have like a tumor or something. And the, the woman's voice on there said, he does have a tumor. And the guy was like, he doesn't have a tumor. And she was like, he does have a tumor. Um, and so the, the V2K went through that one night for a while. And I was like, I probably need to, you know, go to a neurologist and just get checked anyway. But it got, it did get me thinking about, like, you know, if I did have a tumor, would I get, you know, surgery or, or radiation? And I'd have to really think about it, you know. Yeah. With this stuff. Well, they probably, I don't know. They're probably trying to scare you. I think they are. I think what it was is because they they have an automated form of B2K um, mixed in with um, with real time stuff, and so I'll say I'll be thinking something in my inner voice like, "Man, this is crazy," and then a woman's voice will be like, "It is crazy," or um, like that the tumor thing. It was like I think I have a tumor in the front of my head, and it said, "Does have a tumor in the front of his head?" So it's an automated. It's like a um, I guess, AI form of V2K, but it's actually voice. It's not my inner voice. It's like I have an inner voice thought, and then a V2K, which I can hear externally, 
will say, it'll be a woman's voice going, it is this, or it is like agreeing with me. Um, and that's one of the, the automated forms of E2K. Because if I go, like in my inner voice, if I, if I go E, just think of vowel, um, that voice will, will start doing that. It'll start going E with me. Um, and they'll, they'll, the, the guy will go, oh, turn it off, turn it off. Like, so they'll actually have to turn it off. Um, so they've got a mixture of people like sitting at the station, but they're, they're trying to get automated forms of, uh, responses to actual inner voice stuff that I have. Isn't that crazy? No, I, I mean, expected that. I expected them to go automated because mm-hmm. if they take in, if you know, more than thousands, more than into the millions of targets, they're going to probably automate more. I've been mm-hmm. thinking this for a few months now. And and I was thinking, you know, um, gosh, you know, today that, it's so weird because today I was like I was yelling in my car at the BTK because I you know the the cleansing regiment's working so well for me and then I kind of put chemtrails together with everybody's getting it you know everybody's breathing it in and you know they're all antennas so I was like you know yelling and yelling you know at the BTK like oh you know you're covering up your own murders you idiot and then right after I started talking about chemtrails like that just uh the the city was like doused with it and i know it was probably coincidental or maybe they had to do them anyway and they decided to go ahead and do them you know in in um some kind of you know some kind of scheduling with my targeting um but they were going to do them anyway and i was just like oh my god i mean these people (laughs) like they, they you know it's just it's it's so ridiculous what they do I know. So ridiculous. You just but have to I, let it go. You just have to let it go. The weather system that we had out west is coming to you. They always spray before the storms. That's what I figured out. Before, oh, okay. Yeah. We just had big snowstorm. It's not going towards the east. They are spraying wherever the rain is going to come down because they want it to be a carrier. And, um, you know, they can track, you know, of course they can track on radar where the moisture is going to be and where they can, where they can, uh, see the, the clouds. So it works together with that. The fact that they got you aggravated just beforehand, um, it probably has to do with not what you were saying but uh-huh. more of the electrical impulses in your nerves to make you more highly attractive for the chemistry. In other words, Maybe. to make you more magnetic for the chemistry to hit you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm maybe. saying? And maybe so. Maybe it was more of um maybe it was more of a um remote neural manipulation why i was talking about the chemtrails and they were they knew that the chemtrails were coming up you know yeah of they, course they knew the, of course they knew that was coming up they planned these things for days in advance at least sometimes weeks so mm-hmm. um now they knew that that whole thing was going to happen and then they probably triggered you 
so that you would be lighting up. I mean, you're, so that your bioelectric um, energy would be, you know, supercharged. Mm-hmm. I tell you what, I mean, like, they were coming, I mean, it was like, you know, no clouds in the sky, just chemtrails, just huge X's, and then just, it looks like chemical clouds, and, um, you know, I had to go to Walmart and get a haircut, and I, I came in, and I was actually, I was having trouble breathing. Like, my breathing was, was kind of labored. Yeah. Um, yeah. It didn't seem like it was from the electromagnetic weapons. It seemed like it was from, you know, uh, that dust. And I'm just thinking if everybody's breathing this in, you know, kids and, you know, women and just, you know, families, um, you know, oof. I was was very angry. It's horrible. I mean, the thing that's ridiculous is, another thing that's ridiculous is that these pilots, you know, they're getting it on them. They're getting it on themselves. And they're getting it in their own food and water. And it's just, you know, don't they, aren't they worried about their own health even, you know? Well, that's why I said, um, that's why I was like, you know, y'all are covering up your own murders, you know? And, you know, I I have a thought that it's like, I was talking about, you know, how the hierarchy is rolling out all this stuff and they really you know, chemtrails and the toxins in our water and our food are working along with smartphones and, um, you know, uh, wireless modems, like, you know, how a house has, you know, wireless in it, smart meters. Um, and it's it's like the hierarchy, you know, at first I was like, you know, y'all are just letting the hierarchy get away with murdering us. And I go, wait, I go, you know, let me change that you're not just letting the hierarchy get away with murdering us. You're doing it for them. You know, we we are doing it for them. You know, we're spraying all this stuff on our on our own families. And, you know, we're putting these toxins in our foods and our water. You know, it's like we're doing it for them. We're depopulating ourselves for them. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the conclusion I came to. And I guess I, you know, I've come... Um, come to that conclusion a lot, but it's just, you know, sometimes something will hit you again after you've experienced something and you're like, oh, my God, is it really that way? Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. It's like, you know, layers of uh, betrayal and disbelief, you know. Really? They're really doing that? I mean, there are Air Force pilot, uh, Air Force pilots going to the doctors, and these Air Force doctors are, you know, treating the guys for respiratory diseases, arthritis, Alzheimer's, all the stuff that's related to their work, you know. These are work-related injuries, and it's documented. So why would they still do it? Because I guess there's... You know, they're enslaved or they're being controlled. Mhm. I think it's I think it's just they, you know, are taking orders like cuz you know, my V2K responded to what I was saying and the guy was like he's he's paranoid. 
he's paranoid. It's not like that. Um, but they themselves are putting toxins in my environment so that these electromagnetic frequencies work better. They know they're doing that. And so it's a one-to-one smart devices, wireless, um, smart meters, you know, families with these things that are getting these chemicals in their way, they are going to absorb these electro- this electromagnetic radiation. It's, it's a one-to-one. It's not a conspiracy theory where I'm like John Nash in, a, you know, in my tool shed with pictures and, you know, yarn strings going to each of them looking for words and magazines for Russian code. You know, it's a one-to-one thing that the toxins in our environment are making us antennas and, and, you know, these smart devices that can hurt us anyway, even without those toxins, are going to be, are going to have more of an effect on us. So, so these guys um, who do all this stuff, you know, they're like, uh, it's, it, you know, they, they don't look at the big picture or, or they're lying, you know, because cause my V2K responds to it directly. The guy is like, he's paranoid. He's, he's just, that's not true. You know, but they're doing it themselves to me. That's how they target me. So it's this—it's either denial or uh, just they don't care. Like it's not right now, you know. And, and it is right now because a lot of you know I work for St. Jude, making money for St. Jude, and there's so many new types of uh, cancers coming out that are hitting you know people you know right when they're born, like new cancers that they have to have they have to do research for to cure. Um, but it's, it's like these people have this, um, denial, this conditioning of denial and lying about it. And it's, it's bad for them. And it's, it's incredible. And it ha- I mean, even if they're not being, you know, electromagnetically mind controlled, they're definitely being indoctrinated and conditioned to even think things that are one-to-one, like one-to-one, we see them in our world or just conspiracy theory, even though they're involved in it, you know? Um, massive, you know, massive conditioning. Um, and just it's a, just not a theory. It's, the conspiracy is so, I mean, it's, there's so many people talking about it now, and there's so many, I mean, and there's so many different theories that are being spoken about and written about and YouTube's about, and, um, I mean, you can't just call like, this one individual out on the left field because all you have to do is Google one thing and you'll get, like, millions of hits on it. So it's not, like, obscure, I should say. You know, none right. of these topics are obscure anymore. And, you know, you can't call, like, a billion people paranoid who are talking about it, witnessing, you know, witnesses. But but I feel like it's uh I feel like it's it's our perception. It's like, you know, me and you, we know alternative media. Um we listen to people who are very intelligent, you know, Nick Begich, people who talk about chemtrails, um yeah. things that are proven in their science, but it's like a it's almost like people live in their own little box. So all these people out in regular society who watch Fox News, CNN, MSNBC or whatever, um, they don't hear about it. Um, They don't watch alternative media. And if they do hear about it, they're in their little box. Um, And it it is. It's like a form of mind control. 
you know, to keep yeah. people away from information and and to even make it so, like, you know, the mainstream media makes it uh, makes it out to, like, if you do look at alternative uh, media, that you are a conspiracy theorist, uh, that you're marginalized. So, so it makes it a, a negative... Uh, it's like a negative thing for people to go do that. They want to stay watching Fox and, you know, believe in that because if you do anything else, then, you know, you're a conspiracy theorist or you're a weirdo, you know. I mean, it, and it's, it's it's becoming less like that. You know, a lot of people watch alternative media, but, you know, I don't think they would go to, um, a lot of them wouldn't go to work and be like, hey, I watched this, um, you know, thing on YouTube about chemtrails last night because they'd be scared that, you know, maybe they would be ostracized or people would make fun of them. Um, so it's like people are looking up all this information kind of on their own, but then they're going to their regular places where there's a more general consensus, and that general consensus doesn't accept, uh, you know, the alternative views, the alternative facts, actually, you know. Yeah, that's what came up in, you know, it, what comes up in public news, like that alternative facts, well, you know, that used to be like a hush-hush thing, you know? Now that was like right on front page. Mm-hmm. Alternative facts, huh? Really? Oh, what does and that they, mean? Yeah, well, alter, well yeah, alternative facts. I don't even know what I mean by that. I mean, that's my own conditioning to say alternative facts. Um, I guess I mean uh, less mainstream knowledge, you know. But but it's always come out, even even in Fox and CNN and in those news stations, like at a certain time when it's too in our faces and nobody can deny it and there's just too much stuff about it where, you know, pundits and, and people and, and the talking heads will come out and they'll be like, well, we've got to admit the conspiracy theorists were right. Um, and you just you watch them doing it about everything. Everything that was once called a conspiracy theory, you know, they eventually come out um and say, you know, well the conspiracy theories were right. Um, you know, when, when they when they were talking about um the the World Trade Organization and the CFR and stuff like that, you know, that used to be a conspiracy theory. Um, but then it, it happened, and people knew more about the CFR and the World Trade Organization and globalization and everything like that. You know, uh, a, a global agenda, it used to be a conspiracy theory. But now people um, accept it in the mainstream media that there is a global agenda. The UN has a global agenda, and there's, a, you know, there's, a, there's a, a, a pull and a push towards, you know, a more global community. Um, but it used to be to talk about any kind of uh, global alliance was conspiracy theory, you know. Hey, so it's uh, like this- do you know anything about the specific trade thing? Um, that I mean, you know, we, we mentioned before, like Trump is signing off on all these documents and executive orders, and he's going through them like really fast. And one of them was this Pacific Trade. Uh, I don't know much about it. That's the only thing I was trying to. I need to look. I need to look at all the stuff that he's signing because I, I heard about that on your call tonight. Um, yeah. I don't. I don't know much about it. You know. Well, 
he a uh, couple of things that came up is like just since last night he he already decided they're going to build a wall through you know uh he's going to crack down on refugees and immigrants um he wants to get rid of obamacare and uh he's not going to do the pacific trade which i'm not sure how that hurts or helps uh businesses um, let's see what else did he find. Um, oh, the oil, the Keystone oil, he put that through. Um, yeah, that's what they were saying on your call. Yeah, because Obama blocked it, and now he's opened it back up. Um, he's, he's trying to reverse a lot of things that Obama did, I think. Um and I'm trying not to take a position on it, but if it threatens all lives, I mean, I don't know. It's it's kind of scary, actually. It is. I mean, you, you don't know if he's going to keep this stuff going. But Obamacare, you know, um, maybe if they rescind that, um, there won't be such a... Um, a need to put all these people in mental institutions to target people, you know, um, maybe he'll shoot down the brain initiative too. It would maybe take away resources, you know, from all this. Um, that could be positive. I don't, I don't know. There's so many, it's, there's so many working and moving parts to all this that it's like, well, would, would change in this really change the whole, um, change gang stalking, you know, it's hard to know, it's hard to know, um, it's hard to know what kind of effects it's going to have, I need to study about what he's doing, are you going to, um, are you going to sign the email and send it in to, uh, to Trump to stop, um, to stop the use of electromagnetic, the petition, the petition, Uh I, uh, I looked at it, um, I haven't signed it yet. I have to think about it some more. Reason is I've already signed a couple other petitions in the past and didn't do anything. And every time I sign something, I get targeted worse. So mm-hmm. to make sure it's worthwhile. I just, I mean, I do so much. I, my targeting so bad, and like I make videos all the time. Um, and, and, you know, I'm a moderator for some of these calls, um, and my targeting's just always so bad, you know. It's gotten to a point where it's like, no matter what I do, um, they're always making it super bad, so I might as well, you know, I might as well do do everything and anything, because uh, I, cause I find that um, it's whenever I have any kind of relief, it's never because they decided to, to play nice or give me a break, it's usually because my defenses are working, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah if, they that, were really sm- if they were really smart about mind control, they would use it for positive and negative conditioning, but the way they've got it, it's like all over the place, so that's probably good, you know, that they don't really have it under control. Yeah, I mean, mine's totally out of control. I mean, I'm, I watch with mine. Mine's an extreme case, and I know a lot of people have extreme cases. I know you do too. But these these people on this B2K and on this remote neural manipulation, this equipment, 
they're just like, I mean, they're like ex-military guys who are like, let's fuck this guy up. Hit his head, hit his nuts, uh, fuck him up. Let's put him up. They want to put me up. Not a lot of thought, I know. Yeah, so it's not like, they're not like, oh, well, we're going to study his brain, and if he does things that are positive, we'll, you know, reward him, and, you know, they're not scientists at all. They're, they're, they're goons. Like, they're, they're ex-military mercenaries, and they want to murder me. I mean, they, they just want to, they, I mean, if, if not murder me, they want to, you know, make it so my brain doesn't work, and they want to put me up. Yeah, I picked that up, too, from some of these guys that just, it's not it's not very sophisticated, you know, and they repeat mm-hmm. themselves so much and um it's not very sophisticated. I you know, maybe, you know, there are on some levels I'm sorry, my blanket is flopping down on me. It's still freezing here. Um sorry for the noise here, wait a second. I'm trying to get this thing situated so it doesn't flop. Um uh. it's like it's gonna be like ten degrees out tonight. <laughs> Um, no, uh, you know, I've been, I've been thinking and analyzing these situations for so long and it comes down to lowest common denominator on every target and then they move up from there and the guys at the top are, they're more power hungry and political, politically motivated, money motivated and the actual brain initiative of studying the mind is left to the scientists. And the scientists are like, some of them don't make it out because if they know too much, they can get killed for having that much information. Well, that's um, what I see. I see that, like, any anybody who would understand this equipment um, isn't going to be used to use it. Um, they want people who don't really, don't appreciate it. They don't appreciate what, they appreciate the torture you can do to a person, and, but they don't understand the information uh, that we could get from each other. So, so they're using these hammers uh, to hammer us down, and then that, that information is probably, it's being uploaded. Um, but they don't want people who understand what that information means. Uh, they want them to be like to to make a torture protocol. You're making a science of torture, and you're you know you're hurting these people. But then they're taking information about our minds, and they're uploading that for a hierarchy to use. They they want these people lower down not to know what they're doing. You know, not yeah, to know. Yeah, I what agree. Yeah, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Which is dan- which is really dangerous because think of all the stuff they're doing to us now. If they're collecting more information, um, you know, to to get something that that uh, affects communities, whole communities and whole cities, which it might already be doing, you know, it might already be doing, um, you know, it'll it'll be a whole lot worse. They'll be able to, you know, I, I watch what they're doing. I know they can't make me do anything. I know they can't make you do anything, like go shoot anybody or anything like that. But it's like, how far are they away from somebody who's not, um, who's very, who's a very compliant person, uh, you know, hitting them for for a week with this stuff, finding a way to hit the certain part of the brain to make them do something insane within like a week or within a day, you know? Yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, if they get yeah. this thing down to, like, where it's streamlined, you know, we talked about that one time before, they could streamline it down to where if they want, like, certain... Now, here's what's scary. Here's where it really is scary. If they can take this program, these chemicals, and, and you know, the frequency, if they get world leaders together to make a decision on something, they're trying to... Here, here it is. They're trying to shape the future by shaping the decision makers of the world. But they're using us as, like, the guinea pigs, but what they really want to do is shape the direction of the world through all the big players. That's what's scary. And mm-hmm. the big players may not know that they're being steered uh, in certain directions. That's true. I mean, Donald Trump could have, you know, mm-hmm. some remote neural manipulation or whatever and not even realize it. Uh, no, it not really at all. Big... Not even know about it. Now, that's the key. The people, the the most important people that they want to steer are not supposed to know because otherwise they wouldn't fall prey to it, you know. They wouldn't be, they wouldn't be manipulated so easily. Yeah, that's what I I worry about my dad because, um, you know, he had a brain injury and I think they, they really started in on all this. He, he'll never believe any of this unless it comes out in the mainstream news. Um, and I, I really worry about him because he wouldn't, you know, he would think it was his brain injury, and then he's a lot more easily manipulated. See, it's like I know they're doing this stuff to me, so when an image or a, an inner voice thing that's definitely not me comes in, I'm like, that's not even how, that's not how I think. I just know because it's not in the context of how I think. I just I don't, you know, it's not me. Um, but to people like my parents, I'm very worried about my parents or, you know, people out there who don't know about this, like you said. It's like mm-hmm. they could they could put very, very bad thoughts in their head, you know, horrific, like horror movie thoughts, and the person thinks that they're evil, you know. Um, mm-hmm. that, that kind of suffering without knowing that it's somebody manipulating you, that's, I mean, that's... Um, like, that's hard for me to even, like, I don't think about it a lot, you know, because it's too yeah. horrible of a thought, you know? Yeah, I know. But, I mean, we, I mean, we do. We've got awareness coming out, and, you know, um, I, I, you know, I don't know if you watch um, Dr. Kathleen Horton. I mean, her plan, she, you know, she's, you know, she really uh, has... <laughs> She declared a state of international emergency, um, so it kind of shows you, you know, where she is at the end of a year and a half of this targeting. Um, but you know, I, 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 you know, she has, she's like, you know, we all need to do class action suits in our country, and you know, it might, they might not go through, but if we all do class action suits in our country, then at least, you know, we'll get further awareness out there. Then we'll have all the social media. You know, then it's like if we have class action suits and then protests, you know, the mainstream media may be forced to have to report it to where people would have to be like, okay, there's this targeting thing, uh, electronic harassment. I'm having weird thoughts that don't feel like me. Um, So could it be some of that? You know, they'd at least have that chance to be like, 
you know, is that happening to me? You know, instead of not knowing anything about it and having weird thoughts in their head or whatever, they would at least have the chance to be like, well, could that be happening to me? Do I have people around me? Do I have, you know, am I feeling weird vibrations or something like that? You know, that's really, that's, you know, that's really, I think, where the next step is, is just people all knowing about it. You know, on a um, collective conscious level, you know, um, even if the program doesn't end and halt this year, to have a collective conscious where everybody's talking about this stuff, where people can be aware of it if their children begin acting weird, like, you know, uh, you know, teenagers or young, young adults um, begin acting weird or doing things that they normally wouldn't, where they do question this too and not just mental stuff and throw them into a mental institution, but like the general, uh, the, um, you know, the, what is it called? The uh, millionth monkey syndrome. Have you heard of that? Say it again. Have you heard of the millionth monkey syndrome? Oh, yeah, of course. I do. I, I know yeah. about that. Yeah, and I think that's happening. Like, I, and, and and I think that, like, you know, very soon, like this year, you know, our collective consciousness, everybody's going to be talking about this stuff, you know, because all the shootings and everything like that and all the awareness that we're doing and, you know, if we do some class action suits and all the YouTube videos, people will at least be talking about it so they can at least question if it's happening to their children or themselves. Then I think we're safer. You know, I want that. You know, that's the next level for me, um, for me personally to hope for. Um, you know, I, I want the program ended, and I want court cases won, and I want it to end for me. But I'm more worried about the world just knowing that it exists. So if something weird's going on, they'll they'll it'll be known. Hey, this exists. Is this happening to me? So that people will be safer. You know, because I've heard stories like, I, you know, I've heard stories in the news where, like, a 12-year-old girl thought the Slender Man was talking to her in her head and stabbed another 12-year-old girl, you know. Um, you know, if, if if she went to her parents and said, hey, the Slender Man's talking to me in my head through my thoughts, and her parents knew, wait, there's this stuff called electronic harassment. Could somebody be doing that to our daughter? and really start kind of looking into it, you know, it could have saved the other girl's life. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's like, where I think our, our next good step is, is for, a, for a, a collective subconscious knowledge of this, where everybody's at least talking about it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if, you know... If- Luckily, some people, the majority of people, have access to information, the information highway, you know. They can look up stuff and be and find themselves informed about a whole lot of things. So if they're, I mean, it's terrible that the 12-year-old girl would have to be targeted, you know. But mm-hmm. it, be, it could have a good result if the mother... Does a does a search on you know voices in heads or something you know then yeah. uh, before going to a doctor but well they might go to the doctor first and then they end up on medication or something but still the 
the research is is out there for people to look at. So, yeah, and the more and the more details we get about it, you know, somebody in the chat room tonight, um, I don't know, one of the guests was like, you know, I was explaining my V2K, and they were like, that's the exact description of schizophrenia. But you know, to those people, we have statistics like you know, 70% of women are targeted individuals. So it's like a 70-30 split. Um, Now, schizophrenia is uh, 60% men, 40% women. So it doesn't line up with the statistics for schizophrenia. Plus, um, I think 1% of the world population has schizophrenia, while about 2.5% of the world population is targeted you know, is is directly targeted that we know of, you know. It's probably a lot larger percentage, you know, people uh, affected by these electromagnetic frequencies, but, um, you know, the people being targeted like us, I think it's about 2.5% or 2%. 2%? That's what I think. I mean, it's not a, you know, I haven't seen that statistic anywhere, but I put things together you know, from all these different sources, and that's what I, that's kind of what I gander. I gander 2%. And I gander that, um, and I use the word gander, I don't know why, but, um, you know, probably, <laughs> probably about, um, you know, how, how much of a percentage is actually talking about it actually coming to the conference calls, getting on YouTube or social media to say anything about it. Maybe what, you know, 0.5%, like 0.5%, and then you've got... of the 2%? Yeah, yeah, 0.5% of the, of the 2%, or maybe, you know... I'm going uh, to challenge you on that because I want to say at least, 25% of the population is targeted and only 2% are on the call. Maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. Um, like because direct, I think the way the chemtrails are, say, because the way the chemtrails are and the way a lot of people have subtle targeting they don't have a clue about, you know, maybe they just notice that they're having health issues or whatever, right? Just like we started out. Yeah. But they don't know it yet. And that's why I think it's a much larger percentage of the population. You know, everybody's under the space weather. Everybody's under the satellites. Everybody's under the chemtrails. How many could get out of that? Anybody. Can anybody get out of that, you know? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying. I think you're right on that. You know, I I was thinking mainly, like, they have a group of people in like a remote station and they're being remote and early manipulated, you know, that kind of target, that intensive, um, intensive targeting like that. You know, I think 2% is that or 2.5% is, but I think you're right. I think it's maybe more than 25% that has this, this, uh, chemtrail stuff in them. Then they have their smartphones or wireless or smart meters and then they're getting sick. And, you know, you know, um, I, you, you've seen Look Out for Charlie's video. Um, you know, his theory is that um, everybody gets this stuff in their system and that they'll get to a certain breaking point and that's when they become a targeted individual. He thinks that, um, you know, there are frequencies going throughout the air 
and yeah. that you get you get saturated with this fungal infection, and then you start picking up these frequencies in the air, which make you think that people are targeting you. That's his theory. I disagree with it, you know, because I, I you know, I have very specific targeting with very specific voices and they do very specific things to me. So it couldn't just be signals I'm picking up and a general kind of uh, voice to skull or something like that. But maybe some people are getting that type of targeting, you know? Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah, because you had the the people. Um, what was the, the there was there was a group in was it California or, or maybe it was Arizona? It was a group of gay men, like a like a bunch of them throughout the community who had one voice uh, named Lisa or something like that, and they all had the same V two K, and it was all the oh. same team. Did you hear about that? No, that's kind of been different. Yeah, it was from a from a long time ago, maybe like uh, five years ago. I heard about it. Um, oh, yeah. Did a group, uh, and it was all gay men, and it was in like either California, I think it was in California somewhere, um, and and it was like a bunch of them, maybe thirty of them, and they all had the same B two K. It was all this woman named Lisa, and she would um, insult them, and they would all get targeted. So it was one line of B2K. It's like maybe one radio signal was being broadcast out, and then right. a certain, you know, yeah, so to a, I mean, a, have, a select group who all had you know some similar backgrounds or whatever. I mean, I could there's there's probably a whole lot of uh, group, you know, or maybe variations on the targeting that we haven't even heard about yet. Mhm. Mhm. That sounds like maybe one. You know, maybe they got, let's say, maybe they got like all kinds of, you know, special groups of pregnant women with fetuses, and they're targeting like all the fetuses, you know, in the trimester. You know, I mean, who knows? I mean, they could have so many different different frequency programs going on. Um, well, that's what I always tell my attackers. I'm like, um, I'm like, you know, this is being done, you know, because it is. Well, you know, and in, in, in Dr. Catherine Horton has a point. She's like, it can't be an experiment because if it was an experiment, they would have to do equal number men and women. So, um, you know, it can't be considered. She calls it something. Uh, she calls it junk science or trash science or something like that. Because if they were doing a, an experiment, it would be like half women, half men, and they would, for an experiment, have to do every age group, you know, fetuses to, um, you know, to to babies, to two-year-olds, to teenagers, and everything like that. But the thing that we're seeing is that um, the 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 numbers of women, because of the people doing it, are men. You know, well, the majority of people involved are men. You know, there are women that do this. But the majority of people that are doing it are men, so they pick women. Um, you know, it's, it's, it can't be an experiment. You know, it can be kind of a trash experiment, you know, but it can't be a valid thing where they're learning anything balanced, you know. Um, yeah. 
I mean, she she refuses to to say that it's an experiment of any type. Uh, she says it's just a bunch of degenerates, you know, doing this stuff um, because it is, you know, it's all women, you know, it's mostly foreign women um, and um, you know ethnic women where she is. Yeah. But you know, you know what I noticed, Sue, and and you know. Let tell tell me what you think about this. Okay, I'm watching the videos. You know, I watched videos of target individuals. I've talked to a lot of target individuals. Um, you know, I have I have seen people being targeted um, with with a different type than this. But I've noticed a lot of targets, like a vast majority, maybe ninety five percent or ninety percent have uh, brown eyes and brown hair. Have you noticed that? Huh. No, I wasn't looking for that. Me neither. Huh. But the other day, I just, I kind of noticed it. Like, I started, I was looking at the videos, and, and maybe I'm just, maybe I'm just seeing that, because I know that there are, you know, there are blonde-headed, blue-eyed people who are targeted. But I was just noticing how many uh, brown-eyed uh, brown hair people were targeted. You know. That's interesting. Oh, maybe maybe, uh, maybe it has to do with the genetics. Like, you know, if they're not okay, let's say you know, if you want to go with the Nazi Aryan supremacy theory, then they're gonna want to keep their blonde hair, blue eyed people alive while they get rid of all the ones who came from Italian, Spanish you know, Mediterranean, um, dark hair, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. because it, the Aryan it, supremacists are very, you know, they're kind of strict about that. I mean. Well, like, I mean, if we could, you know, if we could maybe look out for that and then have that as kind of a, you know, look at the TIs, I mean, brown hair, brown uh, you know, brown-eyed, brown-haired people are getting this the most. I mean, this is really racist. Well, um, and brown skin, anybody with brown or black skin, um, I don't know about the Asians. Are the Asians getting targeted a lot, too? I think so. I think in China, I think it's very, very big in China. I think that they, they target people way more than we do. But I think that their targeting probably is, is maybe even more women than in America. I guess the 70% maybe is worldwide, but I would think in China it's probably like 75% women. Yeah. They don't take care of their women too much. They really don't. And, like, I've seen uh, documentaries on, you know, not, you know, that type of targeting going on, but, but also there's this huge epidemic of weird, strange guys, like, just stalking women. Like, in, in it's it's way worse in China than anywhere else on the earth. Is that right? Oh. Yeah, of I guys. I didn't know about that. Yeah. Yeah, I was watching a special where it's, like, guys are really weird and they stalk women because, you know, women don't have, you know, they just don't give them a lot of respect. So it's just kind of happened that way. Um there's some guys that are just freaky animals. They're freaks, freak demonic animals to me. I'm trying yeah. to think of the word. 
there's a word for social maladjustment. And, you know, maybe it's epidemic, like, uh, you know, it, when, the inter, when the Internet first started getting popular, you would hear about these lone, you know, perverts with their computers, you know. But now it's like everybody's got somebody who knows somebody who's a lone pervert stalker, pedophile, and that's epidemic. I mean, it's like so out of control. I think there's really some kind of social, um, there's a word for it. I can't give it right now because I'm tired, but it has to do with like social ineptness, you know? Yeah, like, uh, um, well, it's it's almost like a... a like you're saying, like an epidemic, but a, a psychological epidemic. Yeah, yeah. Of mal, uh, yeah, of mal, yeah. I, I, I can't... Maladjustment, yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's true. It's being but actually hurting them and harassing them and all this awful behavior is actually being rewarded with money and things like that. So you just get the the worst people, um, you know, kind of rising to the top of society, you know, becoming successful. You know what? Maybe it was all socially engineered. Um, maybe it was engineered that way for the population to go, you know, down the tubes. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I think it's it's definitely planned. I think that a lot of this is, is depopulation, and they want to put kind of psychopaths at the top. Um, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me, though, because it's like, okay, well, you're going to get psychopaths, and then you're going to depopulate, you know, the world or whatever, but then you're going to have psychopaths left. So you're, you know, you're going to have your world of whatever, a million people or a billion people or however much you cut it down to, but they're all going to be psychopaths and then they're going to eat each other. So what's the point? Mm-hmm. You're not going to have any good people around, uh, you know, for this utopia where there's only, you know, a million people left or whatever. It's not going to be utopia. They're going to have a bunch of zombies and, you know, slaves and, I mean then they're going to probably want to get rid of them so they can, you know, purify the population. And uh, then they're going to be like, oh, we could sit in our castle and have a very nice dinner, but who's going to squeeze the wine and put it in our cellars? And who's going to go to the store and cook our dinners? And who's going to stock the shelves and... Who's going to be on the farms picking the fruit in the first place? And they're going to be like, "Uh oh, maybe we made a mistake," you know. <laughs> well, they so they'll have, have uh, babies because we need people to work the farms. <laughs> yeah, but what I think I think what they think is that they'll have robots by then. They'll have, uh, you know, what what Brian too talks about, uh, synthetic humanoids. By that point, you know, 
Well, I, I mean, I, I'm not. How like, long I don't, does that really last? Though? Yeah. No, it's 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 not realistic. It's it's like the inbred, you know, one percent psychopath at the top um, have gone insane, you know, but they control a lot of resources, so they're able to actually pull off a lot of this stuff, you know. Um, they're able to pull off a lot of you know depopulation or you know sl- you know soft killing us. Um, I, I just Probably think. What- you know what it, it just came to my mind when you said the inbreeding. Did you say inbreeding? Yeah. Yeah, I think well, the, the... that really could be a problem. You know, they, they could end up inbreeding themselves to, like you said, be crazy or deformed or mutant or something. Mm-hmm. And they're all on... They're all going to be chemmed. All their food is chemmed. Even if they're growing stuff underground, how long can that last? I mean, it's not sustainable. I don't see it as sustainable. Mm-hmm. I don't either. Like, I, I think that we need <laughs> we need to go back to some semblance of, like, logical life where, you know, people aren't arrested for growing their own food and, you know, people have some kind of freedom because, um, you know, the 1% of the population who doesn't even live in the real world making decisions about the real world is is death for all of us, you know, in my opinion. Um, you have to have people who live in society making decisions about society. Once you have an elite that doesn't even live in the real world and doesn't even deal with, like, real issues, making, like, the biggest decisions for the human species, for our whole human species, um, we, we're we going to go, you know, down the tubes, you know. So we're all, is anybody else on the call that wants to talk? Yeah, if anybody, um, I see Brian, um, if anybody wants to join the conversation, please press star eight. I'm, I'm muting people when they come in. I told people uh, to press star eight, but uh, yeah, everybody's being kind of quiet tonight. Yeah. Donna, yeah. We, we were talking. Me and Donna were talking, um, but she dropped off. She's doing okay. Um, she's having some problems with her V2K. Yeah, you know. I do too. The V2K is the worst. Um, because the things that they say, it's it's almost like they just treat um, they treat all this the hor- horrific nature of it, um, just like it's another day. Um, you know the horrible things they do to me. It's just like you know we need to put this guy up. Um, you know they know that they're lying. Um, they say blatant lies on the B2K, and it's it's just not a big deal for them to, to hear how not a big deal it is for them. Is is very um, it's it makes you very angry. You know, it makes me very angry um, to hear that. That's where most of my anger. I don't know. I don't know how different it would be um, if I was just getting attacked. Like I had the high pitched sound, dream manipulation, um, external hits. Um, I, I probably wouldn't know as much. You know, I probably wouldn't know as much about what they're using on me. Um, I wouldn't be able to defend it as well because I've learned a lot of stuff from the V2K, not by them saying, 
hey, this is what we're doing. Uh, but they give stuff away by how they're kind of interacting with me, you know. Um, but I think I'd be a lot less uh, annoyed. I'd be more focused, you know, on on solutions to it and just being like, okay, uh, I, I, I'd probably think, I don't know, I probably would think a whole lot differently about who was doing it to me. Um, but since I can hear them, I know that it's it's like ex-military guys and just kind of their, you know, their girlfriend. Like, I think, I think it is. I think it's an ex-military guy, his girlfriend. I think they do this as a couple um, to people. And then, like, a, another, there's like a group of people. Um, and it's, it's kind of just in their house. And, and they pass the contract along from the guy and his wife. He got out of it when my house burned down. And I think that they had moved in, this this group that's doing it to me now, they had moved in with them to work alongside of them for about a year uh, to do the transition over. Um, you know, and I think they were going to, I think uh, the guy the guy and his wife were going to move out and let these people have it, you know, the contract. Uh, but then my house burned down, I moved, and I think that they, you know, switched it when I did that. Um but it, it's it they're they're just they're not they're not like upper echelon people you know it's really just kind of ex-military guys who like the other day I had one um, I don't know if he hit me with weapons but you know a guy like actually they chased me down like in the parking lot and then talked about my dog um, like saying, yeah, we have a dog too that we want to get uh, as a service dog and I've never talked to them in my life. And I had, you know, I got my dog as a service dog in the condo, and there's no way they would have known that um, to say in a conversation right away. Um, and so, but but the guy was ex-military, had a tat like on his uh, left uh, shoulder. He just stood like, you know, I can just tell an ex-military guy, and he worked for FEMA. He was like, yeah, I'm in I'm in town because of the flooding, you know, working for FEMA, and I have a dog that I want to be a service dog too. I had never, I didn't tell him my dog was a service dog or that that's how I got him and got the dog in the condo. He was saying stuff that he knew from my personal life that he couldn't have known. Um, you know, and he's moving in there. He has contracts with FEMA. Um, so I'm like, you know, these are the type of guys that are hitting me. You know, they're they're either ex-Army or ex-Navy. Yeah. And, um, you know, they're 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 helping each other. So it gets really, really violent sometimes because they're violent guys, and I'm one guy, and they like killing. You know, they like killing, and they're anonymous, so it gets really brutal. Um, but they're not like scientists or anything like that. Um, you know, they're 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 making money off the contract of torturing people. Um, yeah. They they have a good torture protocol. They like doing the signals and the visuals in the head and stuff like that and getting stuff down to where it's like, you know, they'll they'll even do V2K sometimes that it sounds like two things. So I'm so it's supposed to they're supposed to be saying something and I'm supposed to be uh hearing it wrong and then they can say you said this and he he said he thinks you said that. So it's you know, it's it's all about like psychic psychological confusion and stuff like that. Um but they're not, you know, they're 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 really they're really trying to, um, you know, hurt me so bad and then look at, okay, he's damaged. Like, they want to see.
see like what my brain looks like when I'm tired and hurt. Um, it's not very scientific where they're trying to take my healthy body and just run a bunch of chem, uh, run a bunch of signals and stuff like that and really learn a bunch of stuff. You know, they're not they're not really capable of that. They're 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 killers. You know, very violent people. Yeah, that's why it kind of uh, it's so it's frustrating to me when people say, "Well, you can't say it's the government." You know, how do you know it's the military? You know, I'm like, mm-hmm. uh, excuse me, <laughs> there are witnesses. We've yeah. Seen this. Yeah, I mean, there are witnesses. I mean, in, in the way that it works with, um, you know, just just common sense of how it works, right? So the yeah. DOD going to have third-party contractors with this equipment. The private corporations are going to put in their money. Who are they going to get to use this equipment? They're going to get people who aren't going to tell the secret. They're not going to tell anybody about it. And they can do stuff like this. They can torture people and, uh, you know, it doesn't affect them. Who who can do that? Who in society can do that, right? Military. Ex-military. Yeah. That's that's who's going to contract up with them, you know. You know, John Hall talked about a lot of private investigators. You know, I'm sure private investigators may be ex-CIA, ex-FBI people who can keep secrets. But but what I found out, or I guess what I've researched, I've found out this. But uh, you know, most of this stuff that's that's really secretive that's going on, that's the main thing that they want for somebody to do it. They just want to know they can keep a secret. They don't have to be super intelligent. Um, They don't have to be super resourceful. They just need to be able to keep a secret. You can keep this secret. You can not tell anybody and do this and shut your mouth uh, and cover up what you're doing. And here, we're going to give you all these resources and this equipment, and you've got all the time in the world to mess with this guy and and that's you know they're not that they're not like these brilliant people, but they sit there day in and day out. They're they're not only I guess disciplined militarily, but they're insane. They're insanely obsessed. Um, and so they'll sit there for years and years. And you know after about how how long you know these people have been on me for like five years, the guy and his wife, and then this new group. Um, five or six years, you know, so so they look kind of smart. They're doing some stuff with visuals and, you know, kind of psyching me out a little bit. Um, but they've been sitting there and it's all they do. You know, they don't watch all TV. they do. Yeah. That's all they do. Like I've said sometimes, come on, guys, why don't you get your own life? Because my life isn't that exciting. You know, why are you... <laughs> Why are you even bothering with me? You know, can't you get a life, you know? Do something mm-hmm. else. Well, and, and that's the thing. You got Sue, my the people on my V2K, I'm sitting there playing a video game most of the day because I'm tired and I'm just, you know, I'll make a video, do what I have to do, and then I sit and I try and play a video game to get my mind off of it. And they're, um, you know, on the V2K, the guy's like, I'm tired. I want to get. I want to put this guy away. So you know, when they attack you very, very hard, like when they attack me very hard, they want to get it done because they don't really want to watch you. 
that, you know, a lot of people, like I've talked to target individuals, and what I've learned from my V2K is they don't want to watch me. Like I go to the bathroom and, and take a bath, and, you know, they would they have to keep doing it. It's not like they're sitting there and they're like, oh, man, this guy's using the bathroom again. This is interesting. Or this guy's playing a video game. Look how his mind works while he's looking at the video game. They're bored. Like, they're bored, but they have to do it. Like, they, yeah, they hold mind. That's why they're, they're just as much or maybe even more uh, part of this program than we are because they're the ones that are being controlled. And also, they should know while they're listening to us that, you know, if they got rid of us, they would have other people that they'd have to sit and listen to, you know? Yeah. I mean, they're not getting out. They, You know, if they got rid of you or me, they would just put somebody else in, in front of them that they'd have to be obsessed about. You know, just be another one. But that and another heard, one, and another one, and another one, and another one. They'll just well, be the rest of their lives are totally controlled. And if they try to get out, they'll probably get blackmailed back into it. Right, right. But that and I've heard that from my V2K, and I'm not taking all this as the the word of truth because it's from the V2K. But I heard the guy say, "I want a new one," uh, one time. Um, and and so that's almost um, their form of, hey, we're moving on, we're getting things done, we're moving on with our life, we're going to another person. Like, that's the only new form of, like, entertainment that they're looking forward to is, is getting to go to a new person and torture them. Like, I've heard that on the V2K, you know. Yeah, it's, well, it, it's, it's crazy. That's crazy. Like, I mean, like, because cause I've heard that. I mean, I, I swear I've heard that where the guy was like, I'm tired of this guy. I want a, I want a new one. Like, and maybe he meant something else. Um, but, you know, he knows. Like, they all know that, you know, if, if I w- were to just become a vegetable or die, that they would. They would go find somebody else while this program was going on because this is what they know. They have the equipment. They would go help somebody else. And, you know, I heard these people when they were working with the married couple, and this guy said, trust me, I've done this before, this guy is crazy. He said, trust me, I've done this before, this guy is crazy. So I know the group that I have now, they've done this before to another person. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. And But but the, the, the question that I have is, okay, so you did it to another person, how did that end? You know, did these people watch somebody commit suicide? I'm doing this to them? Did they did they make somebody a vegetable? You know, because the only ways that it ends is if the person dies, commits suicide, or does it end if they become a vegetable? So I'm like, so this guy says on the V2K to this this woman, like, um, trust me, he's crazy. I've done this before. How'd that other one end? Because to end, I mean, they didn't just leave, you know? Well, it didn't end. Well, they got they got them moving around, probably. You know. Do you do you think maybe they switched off? They yeah, they, they switched have... off because I get I know I get new people sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's not like I ended. 
and not that the program ended. It's just that they got moved around. That's true. I mean, that's true because, you know, the married, the married guy and his wife, they switched up with these people. So maybe the other people switched up before. That's a better thought than what I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking... I think our, okay, I think our contracts are more valuable alive than dead. Unless mm-hmm. we become super risk. But I mean, but we do know. I mean, like, I mean, I've known people like Corey and, gosh, I mean, Myra Mays, and you know, you know, I've known people where it's like a bad ending, where it does end. And I'm like, how many of those where we don't, they don't come to the conference calls, they don't get on YouTube, um, nobody knows, and then, you know, they end up you know, just committing suicide or something like that. How many of those are there? I'm not, I'm not, I heard yeah. a statistic that veterans uh, have a really high suicide rate and something like 20,000 a month. Um, and I heard that on Coast to Coast one time. Wow. That uh, who knows how many of those veterans were targeted to that point. Mm-hmm. Like 20,000 a month. That's a lot. It's not reported in the news all the time. But the VA has statistics on it somewhere. And we know that we know tons of veterans are targeted. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's not, it's I'm going to let somebody else talk because I, uh, I took my melatonin. Okay. And I'm running out of steam, so but I'll hang on for a little longer. But I just okay. want somebody else talk. I might um I might see if anybody else wants to talk. Um, yeah. And then I, you know I, I might. Go, it's been about three hours. Um, oh, it is already. Oh, okay. It's like two already, but uh, but oh. thanks for coming to my call, Sue. So I'm just gonna mute myself and hang on. You can let somebody else talk for a while. Okay. Yeah. Oh, oh, it's almost three hours, isn't it? Yeah, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna see if somebody else um, wants to chime in, and then I might I might go ahead and end the call. I'm getting really tired too. Okay. All right. Thanks, Carl. All right. Good night, Sue. I'll, I'll be. I'm just gonna mute myself a little bit. Yeah. Okay, and I'm I'm gonna stay on for a little while and just okay. see see if anybody wants to talk. If anybody uh, wanted to talk about your targeting or any kind of defenses or anything like that, um, you know, press star eight. Brian, how are you doing? Did you want to talk tonight? Hey, Brian, how are you doing? Hello? Hey. Hey, uh, Kyle? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just uh I just spent seventy seventy six, seventy five days in the psych ward and I'm home now. Um I was going with the V two K, my sister panicked. She uh 
she told, she called the police on me and told the police that I wanted to kill myself. Um, I told that to her and that uh, she said that um, I was blood on the walls in the hallway of my apartment building. Well, I was bearing false witness. You know, it had nothing to do with me if there ever was. And so I just spent 76, 75 days in the psych ward. And now they're putting me on mandatory injections of medicine. So, uh, you know, I went through that like, um, I don't know, uh, two years ago. And now, you know, it's referred to as a outpatient treatment. And now they're doing it again. Um, it's risperdal consta. And now I have to get injections. You know, I was going through very bad V2K. But I was being targeted in the hospital also. And uh, it's a mess, you know. I mean, uh, it's, uh, it, 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 I'm getting 25 milligrams of, uh, of, risk, of uh, risk for constant every two weeks now. And they have me on Depakote now, as a mood balancer, which I really haven't been taking. And so my Depakote level is very, very low. And they said, if you don't take it, you know, they'll pick you to do an AOT, order, an AOT pickup order on, you, on me. So it's been a real mess. And, um, you know, I was being targeted tonight. Uh, really badly, as I, I, you know, I got on late, you know, like burning my brains, and it was kind of painful, uh, you know, all, all, you know, more and more programming. I had a lot of abuse in my life from family, and uh, my mother, and, you know, the target. Brian, you still there? You know, feelings, I'm negative, and all this sort of abuse that happened to the abuses I've been through. So now... I'm looking at another year now of injections. So, are, are uh, they are the injections? Are they making you feel? Um, is, is it making targeting worse, or is it kind of just not doing anything? Um, no, um, I don't know if it makes targeting worse. You know, I was told by a number of people that you know the injection, the medication doesn't stop. It doesn't stop the, uh, you know, the targeting. And tonight it was it was very bad. But um, I guess, uh, I mean, um, you know, making it better, um, I don't know if it's making it any better. Um, um, well, I know it can't make it go away because it's like it's an electromagnetic frequency, um, you know, giving you V2K and everything. But I just want to make sure it's not making it worse. Like it's not making you feel like your body feel worse so that you're in more pain from the attack, right? Well, I do feel I do feel bad, you know, taking the medicine. It's it's very it's, it's kind of numbing, you know. But the uh, you know who's doing the V2K really plays on that, you know, and they really uh, attacked me. Um, tonight I was pinned to my bed again, you know, couldn't couldn't get up. Um, and uh, the uh, whoever's doing it really taps into the, uh, the abuses I've been through, and they seem to be able to read my mind, all things like that. But when I read Max's book, The Saw Massacre, it kind of explained what I was going through. But, um, I don't know. Um, no, uh, it doesn't make it worse, you know. But, um, I don't know. It's, uh, just another pain in the neck now. For another year now, more injections. So, uh, I'm doing a lot of cleansing now. And, uh... Are you doing the lookout for Charlie cleansing? Look, uh, oh, no, I haven't done that. I've been, I've been going to, like, um, you know, like, uh, colonics and things like that for years. And okay. so I went for one, yeah, I went for one tonight, you know, because the hospital, I mean, you know, I don't know if anyone's on, on here, but if you end up in a, ever end up in a hospital, just tell them that you want to, um, 
want to eat, you know, you're, you're a vegan or something. So what they gave me is like brown rice and beans and things like that. But whatever it is, it's, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, um, I don't know. I'm just, uh, I'm upset that I have to go through this all over again. I just got home tonight. My cat was in such a good mood. You know, I mean, it's had someone, someone watching him, you know, but it was very difficult. But, um, so, yeah, now, now it's, uh, you know, it's better because, you know, I'm home now. But, you know, I have to, I have to make sure they're taking care of my health now. You know, I mean, um, I mean, I have to, I have to be doing a lot of cleansing now, you know. So, you know, we, you might, uh, you might want to look into, look out for Charlie's, um, cleansing regimen because it's like Epsom salt bath. Um, okay. You know, Epsom salt bath, and uh, he says clean everything with borax. Um, and then a couple of supplements that he gives that are really good. Um, I can't remember. Oh, I actually have the. It, it's look out. Do you know look out for Charlie's videos? Do you ever you watch the YouTube uh, Target individual videos? Um, I noticed it on uh, when I was in the hospital. I was able to get that. You know, uh, I was able to get that. I don't know how they did it, but sometimes I think the, the targeting plays on good emotions. It's almost like they're doing positive. I mean, at one point, someone, someone targeting opened up my brain and I was able to get the number of Norman and they connect to the conference calls. So it's like they're doing like kind of reverse psychology on me. Mm-hmm. Um, so they actually uh, want to get on the calls? Well, uh, yeah, they, they, they were listening on the, on the phone calls through my brain. Yeah, well, yeah I mean, I know that, that my, uh, you know, the people who are attacking me, they can hear through my ears, you know, because yeah. of the, uh, you know, remote neural monitoring. Yeah, that's, that's what I was going through, the, uh, you know. Um, I mean, is, is remote neural monitoring when they, uh, they're controlling your behavior? Because they, you know, they can, they can really overpower my brain and walk, you know, walk me around and, you know, I mean, uh, Max said they can't make you do something you don't want to do, but... It's um, I don't know. It's uh, it's it's frightening. You know, I, I mean, they kept playing on me. They're gonna put me into a long-term hospitalization, and they're gonna you know commit me to a pilgrim state. So I just they, whoever did it, you know, they were talking to me in the hospital. In the hospital also. So, um, it was uh, kind of painful uh, and then very scary. Um, but were you able to? Did some of the doctors in there listen to you? Did you tell them about this? Yeah, I told them they they don't listen. They wouldn't listen at all. You know, they 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 you know they they don't listen at all as far as targeting. You know, I mean, one this one doctor, a doctor out of nowhere, brought up V two K. You know, it's like, um, it's like uh, I was telling her about it, and then I had to kind of deny it after that because you know, um, you know, she got uh. You know, she was like, oh, you know, it's really not, it's really doesn't exist. It's psychosis and things like that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I've had the same problem with my psychiatrist. I told her that, you know, I hear V2K, so it's like voices externally from a certain direction. And, it's it, you know, that was a, a very huge worry for her. Um, you know, it's in their protocol to, to automatically think that that is schizophrenia. Um, yeah. Yeah, so that's kind great. So, so you were kind of like, well, no, I don't hear that anymore, or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could, I could do that. Oh, I mean, um, 
Yeah, I mean, you know, it was, you know, it was, it was really difficult, you know. I mean, it's the second AOT, so I have to go, for, I have to go to the clinic now. And uh, I may, I, I may, have, I've lost my apartment. I have to get another apartment now because I was going through a spin of V2K. I suspect I was probably also going through detox because I've been on medicine since 1980. Because that, I mean, in that really just overwhelming my brain. You know, yeah, I mean, you're really targeting my brain. You know, so uh, I, 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 I don't know. I don't know. I just, uh, I, I just, uh, it's very upsetting. Oh, all things is very, very upsetting, but, you know, I, um, uh, I have to go back on B2K. Yeah, I have to go back on this again. You know, I spoke to, I spoke, you know, I spoke to Dr. Farber, and he said I'll speak to the, the nurse or whoever I speak to at the scene of the hospital, you know, so. Well, so you um, have somebody that you're seeing regularly? Um, well, I, mean, I, I, have, I have to go back to the clinic. I used to go to uh, a year ago, and so um, in the clinic, you know, they're going to, um, you know, give medicine and, uh, you know, it starts all over again. It starts all over again. Yeah. Well, I mean, just, uh, you know, just do do what they, I mean, I, I don't know. I would maybe just tell them what you, what, what you think they want to hear, yeah. um, you know, if, if they're going to keep on railroading you. And then you know, do a lot of this cleansing. Do look out. Do look out for Charlie's cleansing. He's like talking about um, boron. You take boron, um, bentonite clay, potassium iodide, and it cleanses a lot of this stuff. Um, you know these. Uh, you know stuff that chemtrails and the toxins they put in our environment. So right. it can really can buffer down your targeting. Um, and while you're going through all this, but uh, I have the same problem, Brian. Like I have a psychiatrist, and you know I'm going to go in and see her. I get I get Ativan to help me a little bit with this, um, and I have the same problem. I can't I can't just sit there. You know I was thinking about, you know what you may want to do is if you you have an iPhone, could you maybe. No, I don't. You don't have an iPhone or anything. If you could maybe ask your psychiatrist, just say, could you uh, maybe watch one of Dr. Catherine Horton's videos? Dr. Catherine Horton, you know, she's a, a high energy physicist. So I was thinking I was going to go into my psychiatrist and my iPhone, pull up a YouTube video, and just say, please watch this. And, you know, just show Dr. Catherine Horton explaining uh, her targeting. Um, you know, and she's, in high, she's a high-energy physicist that worked for CERN, so it might lend a little bit of credibility to it. You might want to think about that, maybe just picking out a YouTube video, getting the link, and, it, getting the link and, and saying, will you please watch this? Um, you know, because I believe that my situation is real. You know, I'm not going to hurt anybody or myself, but please, you know, maybe that, you know, that's what I was thinking about maybe doing. To, uh, to get name is Catherine Horton? Yeah, Dr. Catherine Horton. Is that with a C or a C? With a C. It's with a K, Brian. It's uh, K-A-T-H-E-R-I-N-E. Horton, okay. And then Horton, yeah. Oh, with an H or? Uh, yeah, Horton, H H O R T O N. Okay. And that's, yeah, okay. And the other one is, uh, uh, yeah, uh, I have a, uh, I got to listen to listening, Nina Sky, uh, 
Siler dot com listed therapies. Mm-hmm. Um, um, what's the other one? It's uh, Charlie. Yeah, it's a lookout for lookout for one word. It's like L O O K O U T and then F A. Like lookout for is one word, and then Charlie is another word. Yes, dot com. Uh, well, look out for Charlie, and it's just a, a YouTube. It's his YouTube handle. Okay. Watch, watch his. Um, it's called. It's called. 2017: The End of Electronic Harassment Symptoms. End your targeting symptoms. Um. Uh, and you can look at my. I, I explain it in one of my videos, uh, like my second to last video. Um. But it's it's the one. It's just the end of electronic uh, harassment symptoms, and he goes through a cleansing regimen. Um, you know, using Epsom salt um, and borax, you know, to clean your clothes. Um, you know, and a bunch of supplements that'll clean out your system. You know, so you should you should maybe experience you should experience the targeting a little bit less. You know, or maybe it might knock it out a whole bunch. Uh, it's really worked for me. Like it's really helped a lot. Okay. I, you know, I, I still use my defenses. You know, I still have. You know, I have 14 Q Wave defenders on. I I have the the less EMF. Um, you know, I have two skull caps and two balakavas, um, and then the less EMF uh, cap. You know, so I have other defenses, but it's made it so those defenses like work better, and my body's not absorbing it because you know, like we'll feel like. You know, we're you know basically getting a lot of vibrations and the inside being cooked. It, it makes it so uh, your body's not absorbing this stuff as much. You know, well, so maybe maybe it can help. You know. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so and so it's called uh, any electronic harassment. Yeah, it's uh, 2017. The end of electronic. Harassment symptoms. Okay. And that's how it start. That's how it starts out. That's the title of it, and it's look out for Charlie. You know. Okay, I'll look at it. Um. Yeah, take a look at that. Um, I mean, but um, like, are are you using any kind of defenses or anything to cover your? You know. No. Um. I read that. Uh, you know, nothing's gonna stop the V2K. You know, I'm taking care of my health very well, but you know, that's what that's what I'm doing. I'm taking care of my health. That's my, uh, you know, my best defense. You know, I mean, you know, colonics and things like that. But when I go through those, I get targeted very badly. You know, afterwards. But um, you know, I, I, you know, I, I eat, you know, I mean, I wasn't even a vegan diet. I eat a vegan diet, and um, I need more calories. You know, you know so. Um, you know, I guess, uh, you know, uh, I'll, I'll take a look at it. Um, I was going to, I know I heard Neil say, uh, about taking, uh, taking, uh, iodine, standard process iodine. And doctor yeah. recommended that to me a couple of years ago. Yeah, um, or you can take potassium iodide, because potassium iodide is, is, is a form of iodine. So you can either take that one he's telling you or take the potassium iodide. Um, that's what Lookout for Charlie says to take. But yeah, yeah, taking an iodine is a good idea. 
is a very good idea because you're being hit with a lot of microwave radiation, so it can clean that out of your body. What um, I know that um, there's one thing I saw. It's called Mason iodine. It's like uh, it's like an, in, in drops, and it's in, it has grain alcohol in it. Is that is that something I shouldn't take? Yeah, I mean I think in a in a pretty uh, like a, a form like that where it's really concentrated it would be good. Yeah. Okay. I'll try that. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I do better with uh, well, with pill with uh, on pills. I do better with um, with uh, with liquids than I do with pills. You know. Yeah, and that sometimes because it's more concentrated, um, hits your system better. You know, your system absorbs that better, so it might be a better idea. To take the pills. Of, yeah. No, no, oh, no. Yeah. Take, take what you're saying to take the liquid. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. You know, and, uh, yeah, I'm glad to be home. You know, I'm glad to be uh, home finally. Um, but, uh, what, how have you been doing? I've been, I've been hanging in there. It's been tough. It's been, uh, but, you know, the, the cleansing regimen makes it better. Um, it makes it a lot better, and, uh, I know I've I've been to a, I had to go into a short-term behavioral center for like two weeks at the beginning of this or the beginning of when it got really really bad and it was horrible because I had to take my Q-wave defenders off and you know my parents turned off my plates at my house so you know I was getting hit really hard in there it can be it can be pretty scary. Wow. Uh, now that you're home, you can kind of take more control over your yeah. defense. Um, I think yeah. I think clinic system is just a good way to go because I mean, and if you could get a get some you know a few things to cover your head, if you can maybe afford you know some less EMF, maybe skull caps or something or a, a, a cap like a cap with silverite in it to maybe try and cover up your head um, to block them from some of these signals. Um, right. You might right. you might do better. No, uh, you said a cap. What kind of what kind of cap? Uh, Less EMF has a um, just a regular baseball cap. It's like just a regular cap, but it's made out of it's like fabric with silverite or silverell woven into it, and so um, you know it blocks it blocks some of these uh, some of these ELF. Less EMF. Yeah. Uh, less EMF. Yeah. Less EMF. Dot com. Okay, I'll look. I'll get that. If I know, uh, you know, they're always hitting me in the head, and that's you know, that's uh, you know, I mean, at night, you know, they're ta- they're hitting me in the head too. And if I mean, um, if if you have to, like, if you're in a bind, um, you know, and even Doctor Catherine Horton does it. Um, I don't, I don't know. Like, do you have somebody like watching you? Do you have somebody who comes in and checks on you? No. Okay. Um, so so you can just get some, like, thick aluminum foil mm-hmm. um, and just kind of make, like, sculpt a little helmet. You know, sculpt a little helmet that goes over your ears um, and maybe put, put some cloth under it so you put a separator between your head and that aluminum foil and then put that little helmet on. And I know that, like, don't do it around people because I know you're trying to, um, you know, you don't want anybody seeing you wear that because then they'll, you know, 
may you know maybe tell on you or something like that. You know what I'm saying? So just cover myself with his foil and cloth. Yeah, yeah. It, just just your head, you know, your head around your ears. Like if it gets really bad, um, aluminum foil, aluminum foil really works, man. It really works. But just make sure you don't like leave it around. Don't leave it around if you have uh, family members or something coming around so, so they see it and get worried or whatever, you know, because they may not understand. So just make sure you, you know, when nobody's around and you're, you want to get some sleep, put that on your head around your ears. Um, and then if, if you know somebody's going to come over or you have to leave or something, you know, put it, put it away where people can't see it, you okay. know. That really works. Like if you're really hurting, um, you know, whatever body part they're hitting, um, you can usually put some aluminum over it. You know, just kind right. of fold it over um, and block that part of your body. You know? Okay. All right. That sounds good. I mean, I can do that. Um, yeah, definitely. To for your head, if you're having a lot of headaches, that's a really good thing. Do- I mean, Doctor Catherine Horton knows it. What I did is I got uh, tin foil tape, like um, because I wanted to sculpt it really good. So I, I made like it, it almost looks like a little football helmet. I got tin foil tape and I took a, a like a, a Walmart bag. So I put the Walmart bag on my head and then I put the tin foil tape um, around it and sculpted a nice little helmet that sticks together well. You know, um, you know. So so try and just be creative with it. But that type of material can really protect your head. Like if you get a um, if you get a hat, like say get a baseball hat from Les EMF um, with the silver L material. Um, you know, that'll block out some of the signals and then make a little, uh, maybe use that hat kind of a way to pull the aluminum over it. Just use the hat as, you know, to kind of mold that aluminum over your ears and your head and kind of helmet over it, you know. Yeah, I you're really about that. I mean, I was on Amazon. It looked like a, uh, it looked like a, uh, a gladiator's helmet, mm-hmm. you know, but, uh. Yes, you could line there or something. What? Where was that? What? What was that called? I want to check. It was that on out. Amazon. It, it looked like a, a a gladiator's helmet or something. I thought it was specially designed for targets. But, really? Um, yeah, but I mean, I don't think it was lined. I think you had to line it. But it actually looked like a like it was it was in black and it was like some sort of plastic or something that was like uh, it really looked like a, a high high. A high density plastic or something, it's like a uh, like a like a gladiator's helmet or, or a football helmet, but it had holes in it and things like that. I mean, it was it was, I mean, you know, it looked good. You know? <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. Dude, yeah. Good things to get. Like, I mean, that's why the the less EMF, like um, you know, skull caps don't look that bad. You can put them under a cap. You can put them under a baseball cap. So. Um, you really want to protect your head because if you can start protecting your head, they they have a stream of energy kind of going towards your head, towards your ears and your head. And if you can get something to cover your ears and your head, it'll slow down that stream of energy or buffer it out. So you'll feel you'll be feeling a lot less symptoms. You may regain a lot of control, um, okay. you know, over the neural manipulation and stuff like that. Okay, that sounds good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. And um, 
Yeah, and it's the first time. I mean, all all day I've been targeted, you know, and so I'm I'm relaxing now. But I have a lot of work to do in my apartment. To, I mean, the apartment's clean, but uh, I had a lot of problems with family also, and uh, I you know I must cut everybody out again, you know, because they just you know they hurt me so much. But mm-hmm. you know, I can't afford to do that. I mean, my my lawyer in the hospital, you know, helped get me out, you know, said to um. You know, getting more protection out against the family, that would make things a lot very, you know, very, very bad. You know? Well, so they wanted to keep your family, wanted to keep you in there? And, um, no, and no, I mean, the family wanted, you know, just wanted to be on medicine. They think it's all about medicine. You know, uh, which I, I told them, I told them I was going to, but they, they didn't really care. Yeah, you know? my family doesn't believe me either. You know, my my mom, she's like, you know, kind of believes me, but she's like, you know, you need to stop talking about it. My dad totally doesn't believe me, um, so my family doesn't believe me either. And I don't, right. I don't, yeah, you know, even even Doctor Catherine Horton, you know, her family doesn't really believe her. They kind of believe her, but they don't know what to think about it. So you know, don't don't take that too hard, man. You know, it's it's all of our families. You know, I have a yeah. hard time believing. Yeah. Um. Kinda, goes along with it. Hopefully this year we'll be building more awareness to where, um, you know, maybe maybe you, um, you know, Dr. Catherine Horton has some good videos. You might want to watch them and maybe, you know, just if your mom or your dad um, or your, your other family, you know, maybe just show them, be like, this is a physicist being hit with this stuff because she's right. a physicist. So you might want to watch some of her videos and, be, and pick one that you like and be like, you know, hey, can you just watch this video? Just please watch this video. You know, it's important to me. And, um, you know, it might, it might convince them a little bit. I, I plan on, you know, showing my mom some of her videos. Right. Yeah, they are... Uh, um, they, they're just not interested, you know. I mean, I, you know, my, my, mother, my mother passed away in, uh, call in um, June 1st, and... Uh, I mean, um, I had a very bad relationship with her, and that makes things a lot, a lot worse. You know, it was a very abusive, abusive relationship, emotionally and mentally. My father, is, you know, I mean, isn't there at all. But um, so that that complicated things also for me. Uh, you know, I'm going to try to like plead in the hospital to, to lower the medicine. I mean, in, in the clinic to lower the hot the medicine. Um, so. I just can't go through it anymore. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, just I mean, if you if you have to take it, so you don't have to go back in there, and it's not hurting you, um, you know, just just take it and just don't, you know, don't worry about it, don't think about it. Maybe it'll help a little bit. Maybe it'll uh, maybe re- reduce some of the stress from it. Um, yeah. You know, yeah, it's but. Possible. Yeah, I mean, but but the thing is, like, if it does, if it starts to affect the targeting, where, you know, you know, can your lawyer help you to not have to take that? Is there... Um, well, the lawyer was part of the uh, Mental Hygiene Association, and um, he, uh, you know, he, you know, he said to me, uh, you know, to, uh, you know, take more protection against the family, but he said you may need them at some point, you know, and. Uh, well, someone else said, you know, when I was in the hospital about a month ago, they said contact an, an ombudsman, you know, to help me kind of file all this, you know. 
Um, uh, I have to look for that. You know, one of these other TIs, you know, who, who I was speaking to in the hospital, you know, tried to help me get an ombudsman, but, you know, there was no one locally. So I have to, I have to continue to look and see if there's someone that I can file some charges with. But, you know, it's... Mm. it's well, um, you know, you might want to... Spencer, um, I don't know if you've heard Spencer on Ella's call. You know, this year he's going to do a class action suit. So you might want to get on that. I'm going, to, I'm going to get on that class action suit this year. Okay. And where is he? Um, he he's on Ella's call. It's Spencer Carter. Oh, yeah. His his uh his website is uh, biggerthansnowden.com. Okay. And so he's going to be doing um, a class action suit um, sometime this year, he said. And so he's going to try and get a bunch of TIs. So you might want to try and, you know, uh, what Dr. Catherine Horton said to do is write up a victim report, like just write up uh, kind of from when you started being targeted uh, and, and kind of just document like what happened, um, you know, as proof. Um, that that we can enter into court, you know. Do you know when so, you were first targeted? Uh, when I was first targeted, I knew seven years ago, and it was really, I know that I was targeted before that. I was probably targeted since I was 20. I'm 35 now. So I've probably been targeted for about 15 years, um, but I've known about seven years that I, that I was targeted. Oh, oh wow. Yeah, my, my my first one was, you know, you know, was uh, I mean, that I can remember was uh, in, in, I think it was February of uh, 2006. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know. Um, just, uh, I don't know, I'm just tired from all this, but, you know. Oh, okay. I understand. I understand. Like I'm, I'm so worn out. Um, and I mean, I just, I defend it pretty good, and I still, you know, I'm tired, and I get headaches, and the B2K is just on and on and on. But I mean, we are getting there. Like we are, you know, we gotta just be patient. Gotta find things that can help you. You know, we gotta find some things that can defend you. Do you, um, have you been listening to Dave CD? Um, I I listen to it, but it hurts my ears. And um, I'm not going to say anything really now, but it hurts my ears. And um, I did see a couple of audiologists to have my ears tested. And um, yeah. so uh, oh, well, just uh, you know, try try sometimes to play it really low, you know, because um, it is the the deal with it is Brian is that. Um, it's a lot of cacophonous sounds, uh, but it's like that on purpose um, because it's a counter frequency. It, it does all these weird sounds, and it messes up that stream of energy that they have connected to us. So they have this stream of energy connected to you, so they're controlling your limbs, you know, messing with your inner voice and doing visuals and stuff like that and V2K. This, um, you know, so so try and play it on a volume you know, even at a low volume, maybe where it's, you know, doesn't sound too loud, um, that, that won't hurt your ears. Try and do that when you sleep, you know. Yeah. Keep, keep trying with that because I'm telling you, if you can listen to that for a couple of hours, 
um, it'll knock out some of the stuff they're doing. Because it's, it's, it's doing all these weird sounds in their equipment, the stream of energy, the stream of electromagnetic frequencies they have hitting your head, it's doing all this stuff. It can't, um, like, it can't sync up with it. So it unsyncs from it, and it hurts their targeting. It hurts everything they're doing. You know. Do you know where your targeting is coming from? Um, I did when it first started. It was, it, you know, I was targeted for a while, and I think it was remote. Like Mac targeted in my apartment. Um, it sound. It was my neighbors, and it was my other neighbors, and then. Then I ended up moving to a house that was a guy and his, and his wife. Uh, they, they passed around the and they eventually got to where they were hit. So now I'm in a condo being hit remotely by, I don't know who, being hit remotely by somebody who, who took the contract, and I don't I don't even know the people, you know. So I, if I was going to try and sue them, um you know, I know the last guy who did it to me, but I'm not sure he's doing it to me anymore. So I guess I could try and sue him and try and get evidence from the old house. My old house burned down, you know. Um, I would have to, you know, I, I would have to, what I was thinking of doing is, you know, looking for my name uh, in some of these contracting, you know, because they're doing this to third-party contractors, maybe looking for my name on some of them and then backtracking it to see maybe who's connected, you know, who has my contract, um, or somehow tracking the frequency back to where it is. I don't know. It's, it, it seems like, it, um, you know, with mine, I'm going to have to just get on a class action suit and say I'm being, you know, targeted. I'm being remotely hit with this stuff, and I'm going to have to, you know, the suit's going to have to be, um, you know, the suit's going to have to be uh, to a, a private contractor you know, that I'm connected to. I might not be able to go after the specific individuals. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, and somebody said, uh, Guest 26 says, careful, Kyle, they can use voices of people you know. Yeah, I definitely know that. Um, the, they did, they they moved the equipment to these people's house that was him and his wife because it was the first time I heard her voice. Um, but then... They gave the contract to somebody else and still used her voice and the guy's voice. So for a while, I, I thought they were still doing it to me, but it was it was different people. So yeah, yeah, I've I've I've, uh, I've dealt with that. But when I first started getting hit in the house where where it was her voice and his voice, they didn't have those voices to use yet, you know. So I don't know how they hit me wherever I go. They hit me in the hospital. Yeah, oh, they hit me when I was in the short-term behavioral center. They hit me really hard in the head and in the prostate. It's remote. It's So they're, um, it's, you know, they use a lot of things. They, they use cell phone towers. Um, you know, some people say they use satellite. Um, some people say, you know, they have a lot of delivery mechanisms where they can use over-the-horizon radar. Um, and, and what, you know, look out for Charlie says, is basically we're, you know, we're getting the stuff from chemtrails. We're getting the stuff in our environment, these toxins, and it's basically a fungal-like infection in our body. So it turns us into little antennas. So, so me and you are antennas. They're somehow delivering the signal to where you are, 
you know, in the hospital, and your your body is like a modem, or your body's like a modem or a smartphone, and those signals are going straight to your body, and they're able to target you that way. So they're able to target you remotely, as if you were an antenna. So they may be able to even do it with triangulated cell phones. You know, they have cell phones, and then you have this stuff in your body, and just like just like Wi-Fi works, where Wi-Fi uses a cell phone tower or a satellite, and it goes to a modem in your condo, a specific modem, they can do that to you. You know. Can they dial up a cell phone? Huh? Can they dial up a cell phone, like a, like a smartphone, right into your, your your body or something? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like a. a I mean, it, I mean, they can use that cell phone to target you, like to target your location. You know, I think there's just a lot of ways they can do it. I think that's the problem. Is I mean, they can use ground weapons. You know, if they if they can get around you or get a neighbor to do it, they can use ground weapons. You know, they can use cell phone towers to direct the signal. They have remote stations where I think they patch into either cell phone towers or satellites and or to over the horizon radar. Um but we're we're just we're not really sure. Like every TI kinda has a different idea about it. We do know it's being done remotely. Um, you know, but they you know they they probably have redundant systems to do it because, you know, they hit me on a plane and they hit me, you know, in, in Virginia, and they hit me in Florida, and they hit me, you know, here in Louisiana, and they hit me in Texas. So, um, you know, they have redundant systems. They have different ways they can do it. Um, you know, they wouldn't be able to, to follow us everywhere unless there were a couple of different delivery mechanisms that they could hit you with. Ridiculous. It's insane. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really insane. It's we just I mean we have to be patient. We find ways to defend. It's it's really insane. These people think they can get away with anything, um, but pretty soon, you know, awareness is going to increase in society. You know, class action suits are going to come out. The news is going to know about it. People will at least know about it. So we'll be vindicated. So it's like when you talk about this and you're like, I'm being hit with some you know signals. Uh, from and stuff like that, at least people won't be like, well, you're crazy, and they won't listen to you. They'll they'll be like, okay, well, that does exist. So um, so we just got to be patient, Brian. I, I know right now these people think they can get away with anything, but it, it won't be forever, you know. It yeah, I wish I knew who they were, where they come from. I mean, I'm playing on the fact that it's, uh, it's a supercomputer, or you know, which I you know, you, you know, emotionally and mentally, I you know, just can't fight a supercomputer. You know, you know, that's coming from the military, and so I'm I'm like overwhelmed mentally and emotionally that there's nothing I can do but just to succumb. Well, no, I mean you can defend against it. You can use stuff to to put around your head. You can clear yourself out of these toxins because these toxins that they use on us are a huge part of it. Um, you know, our body really isn't naturally made to suck up these electromagnetic um, frequencies. Like, they, they do, they are affected by them, but you're not built to be an antenna for this stuff. So they have to put stuff in your body, like poisons and toxins, so that this stuff is attracted to your body. Um, so if you get that out, do some good cleansings, do what this guy says, 
then you can, you know, uh, make it a lot harder for them, make yourself a lot more comfortable, then use some passive defenses, you know, like aluminum foil or copper mesh or thermal blankets or stuff like that. Maybe some electronic defenses, maybe get a Q-Wave defender if you can afford it. Um, and then these defenses will work, uh, you know, better for you. So you can box some of it out, you know. But, it, but it's doing a lot. We've got to do a lot of stuff and then, um, you know, fight to make people aware. Fight some court cases and, you know, get them to stop this. Got to get them to stop. Have you seen it on the Internet and see what the supercomputers look like? The, do I know what the remote neural monitoring computers look like? Well, I went on the computer and saw what the supercomputers look like from the NSA. Oh, yeah. I, you know, I, I don't know. You know, Brian, with mine, I know that it's people. Uh, they take shifts, but they have software that does the remote neural manipulation um, that can automate the V2K. So it's people at a, a like a remote station. Um, but, you know, it may be uploaded to... Um, it may be uploaded to somewhere like that, but I don't, I don't really buy into that. There's a supercomputer doing this to all of us. I, I don't, I don't think they would be able to automate something like that. Because if you think about, I mean, if you think about your targeting, isn't it kind of specific? I mean, they're controlling your lens. They're doing specific things, like, and they're doing specific things to all of us. Would a supercomputer be able to artificially? you know, decide what and how and what emotion to give somebody at a certain time. You know, this stuff is directed by human beings, you know. Right. You know, so I, I wouldn't really, you know, it is, it's people. They have automated signals. So it's like, you know, and, and you may even have a person, like sometimes I feel like I, I have this kind of situation, like there's somebody sitting at the remote station. They put on a, a cap, like a brain cap, so that, that the the um, machine can read uh, visuals from their uh, from their cortex from their visual cortex, right? And then they pass that along through the machine into my head. So they they put a visual into my head through their head, uh, but it's actually going through that machine. So there so it's these people doing all these little tricks through um, signals from a remote station, you know. Yeah. We don't know where it's coming. You don't know where it's coming from, though. I mean, it's coming from the military, or I mean, it's just, I'm just overwhelmed by the, the the thought of the power of it. Mm-hmm. You know, the, you know. I mean, the thought. I mean, you know, to see. Uh, I looked on the NSA and saw the NSA supercomputers called Mr. Computer, and I looked at that. It's like, how do you defend against that? It, it, I mean, it's, it, it's psychologically very demoralizing to look at some of these things. Yeah, but I mean, it's not. I mean, that's not what's what's attacking us all, and. There's ways to, you know, think more about the signal. It's a signal being sent to your body, you know, and received by, you know, toxins and stuff like that inside your body. So to clean those out, it's going to give that signal a lot less sway over you. But think about it as just a signal and think about blocking it out and, um, you know, and, and being real patient because, you know, we, we are getting to where people are understanding that this happening. Help soon, real help. You know, so we've just got to hunker down. Uh, you know, we've got to hunker down and really just and defend ourselves and buy time. It's coming. Coming.
That's good. Well, I'm glad and to hear that. Look at watch some of Dr. Catherine Horton's videos, um, and and she'll 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 give you some inspiration. Um, okay. She's she's really working on taking this down. A lot of people are working on initiatives. Um, you know, uh, and even if we don't get the class action suits to go through, um, we'll still have you know records that we did that. And there's like two protests planned in Washington this year, so this year is going to be big. Um, you know what we're doing is exponential. You know what what these people, the tar, the the people who are targeting us and gang stalking, is increasing exponentially. But um, but you know what we're doing is also increasing exponentially. So we're eventually right. gonna, we're going to hit pay dirt pretty soon. We will. That's good. Is are there is there any uh and well I know it's still winter but is there any um like marches or anything or nothing in the hospital so. Any what? I'm sorry, Brian. Marches, uh, you know. I mean, I know that he's time eating, you know, in, um, in New York City, but uh, you know, I haven't, I haven't heard anything about that. I, I just know two in Washington. I haven't heard about anything in New York. But um, do you ever, do you ever get in touch with Ed, Eduardo Cologne? Yeah, yeah. He has meetings. I know. I've talked to him a bunch, um, and he has meetings in New York. So you might want to try and get with him and go to some of the support the support meetings for it. Okay. You know. Yeah. I, I mean, I need to get more involved with, uh, you know, with, um, you know, with, with, with meeting other targets, you know. Because, yeah. Uh, well, because you can get more information, too. I mean, get more information and understand your own situation better. And, you know, we're we're stronger as a group. You know, we're definitely stronger as a group. Um, we'll be able to do more things. We'll be able to, you know, do more protests and, um, you know, win more, you know, get some get some class action suits going through. So we've right, got right. a group up. We've got a group up and come at them as a big group, you know. Right. Um, you're, you're in Texas? No, I'm in, uh, I'm in Louisiana. Oh yeah, yeah. Mhm. Hey, listen, Brian. I'm I'm getting I'm so worn out, man. I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna have to end the call. Okay. Um, hang in there, man. And um, you know, tomorrow night is uh is Ella's call. Yeah. It, it's yeah. central for me. I think it's uh six six o'clock central for you. Um, yeah, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's, uh, tomorrow's Friday, yeah, it's it's 6 o'clock tomorrow? Or wait, 9 o'clock for you. 9 o'clock, yeah. 9 o'clock for you, yeah. Yeah. So, um, it's all right, man, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm about to fall asleep, guys, so I've got to kind of end the call, but, um, but get on Ellis' call and, and check out, check out, you know what, also, Brian, you have B2K, right? Yeah. So um, Robert Duncan is doing um, an experiment. He's making a prototype to help V2K. Um, okay. If you go to Robert Duncan, www.robertduncan.com, I think, and sign up for that because he's going to be doing a, a V2K prototype that... Um, 
that should get rid of it. And you have to apply the, you have to, like, tell them your situation. Um, what, what is it? It's, I don't know. I don't know. It's something that um, you do have to have some uh, moist soil near where you live. Um, it's some kind of prototype. I'm not even sure how it works or what what's involved in it. Um, okay. But Robert Duncan's making it. So a lot of stuff's coming up, you know. Um, but go to that site and uh, you need to check that out. Okay, I will. Okay. All right. Thank you, Kyle. Hey, thanks, Brian. Hang in there, okay? And if you get in the vine, just just you you know get some regular aluminum foil. And okay. Kind of make a little helmet for your head. Just you know don't you know if you don't bring it outside or anything. Kind of just use it when you're alone, you know, because I okay. don't want you to get in trouble for um. I don't want anybody to like you know put you back in the hospital for that, but it really helps. Okay, I will. All right. Okay, and good night, everybody else. Thanks for uh, thanks for coming to the call, and I'll see y'all. I'm probably gonna have a call Monday night. Um, during yeah, at five central, I'm gonna start doing a call. Um, so I'll start I'll start coming up with better ways to defend. I may, you know, I may uh, next Monday just kind of go through down down through uh, you know what I used to defend. And you know, I, I you know, I have it kinda bad, you know, I'm in pain, I hear the high pitched sound, but um most of the time I'm I'm pretty comfortable. You know. So that's uh that's Monday at uh six o'clock central? Yeah, it'd be six it'd be six for you. Five for me. Five central for me and then six o'clock for you. Okay. And that's is that gonna be a regular call? Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna do that one and this one. Okay. So I'll have five o'clock on uh on Monday, and then this one at 11. And you start at 12 o'clock tonight, right? Uh, Yeah, yeah, 12 o'clock your time. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I just, I, I can't, I, like, I'm getting tired, so I don't want to do, I usually don't do the whole four hours, but it's, or four and a half hours or whatever. Um, but it's, it's coming up on about four hours, so I got to go to sleep. Or try okay. Go to sleep. okay. Thank you, Kyle. All right. Brian. All right. Thanks, Brian. Hey, take it easy, man, and uh, email me if you need anything. Do you have my number? Yeah. Yeah. Do you have yeah. my number? Um, I have your, uh, I think I, yeah, I have your email. Okay. And I also have your telephone number. Okay. Well, well, call me if you need anything. Like, if you get what in a bind, uh, I, I, just email me. Email me at VulcanWolverine. Okay. At gmail.com. Okay. Great. Thank you so much. Hi, right, Brian. Take care. Okay. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.